Hello again, and thank you for clicking on the Mind Snacks podcast and giving us one more opportunity to get into your brain and maybe even your day. Listen, this episode was recorded on October 12th, the year 2022, at the Edge Construction Studio in Columbus, Indiana. Edge Construction, what is that you might ask? Uh, excavating, drainage, grading, environment. That's right, Edge Construction. Dirt work, site development, these guys have you covered. Anything construction you need, just give my guy Brian a call. It's not that hard. 812-343-3035 will get you to Edge Construction. Talk to Brian. Tell him you heard about him on the Mind Snacks podcast, and that is it. They got you. Now, great episode, marathon episode. Hope you've got some time because me and Chris Morrison about to have a conversation right now. Uh, there we go. Man, I got my shit together now. <laughs> believe it? I'm trying to. I'm believe, trying to believe it, it <laughs> baby. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Mind Snacks Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 12th, the year 2022. And I am joined in the studio with the most interesting man in the world tonight. Um, he really needs no introduction, but he has an introduction. The police often question him just because they find him interesting. Yeah. His beard alone has experienced more than a lesser man's entire body. <laughs> His blood smells like cologne. <laughs> he is the most interesting man in the world. And that's all we got for that guy, the most interesting man sitting in for Tyler <laughs> Me tonight. Uh, unbelievable. And in studio with me, live in person, actual flesh, um... A man that also needs no introduction, and I actually don't really have an introduction fitting for this guy, but uh, Mr. Chris Morrison. Hello, How the you least doing, interesting sir? guy in the world, and the you most know, interesting guy in the world. Right, right. back to back, yeah. side to side. <laughs> side to, yeah, here we are doing the things. Now, if you'll <laughs> notice uh, on the stream, it's a little inverted. That's because I changed things. I was told by a person last week that it looked like everybody was looking away from each other. And even though that wasn't the deal, that's how the cameras were set up. Okay. To make it on the stream look like everybody was looking away from each other. I went not far enough to see that last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so now I've arranged it so that it looks like we're at least looking in the general direction. It looks like everybody's looking like right there at the brain, uh, the, the centerpiece yeah. of, the, uh, of the live stream. So should be better. I don't know if it's better or not. We'll see. Um, Oh man, can't have any noise from the computer. Yeah, I had to. I got a message popped up, and then I had to read the damn message, and I was like, "Ah, uh, I don't care about that right now." I like a good podcast cell phone where it keeps deeming. The guy keeps talking, and they're like, "Do you not? Your cell phone's going off, man." <laughs> this is the whole time. Yep. Do you use vibrate on your phone? Uh, I do. Well, I have a watch, so I usually the watch vibrates my wrist. Your uh, phone's on silent. Yeah, silent. Yes, yeah, mine too. Always. I don't. I, the ring, silent. Like, I don't understand having like the ringtone going all the time in the store. And just, You'll hear people's phones yeah. going, and it's like that same shit. Yeah. Like we're the, the like basic Verizon Android uh, just, music, I don't get it. and I'm just like, like, why? At least get a ringtone. If you're gonna do that, get a ringtone. <laughs> oh, oh, thank God they put the old 1980s uh, yeah. ringtone on. Thank. I can play Snake and like, great. Just, yeah, I don't get it, but great. Now, I would tell you, unfortunately, I'm on my phone probably too much. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I don't. I, I'm always like, okay, I miss call or something like that. Right. But, the thing I, that gets me, it's like messaging. I'm like, enough voicemails. Like, just enough voicemails. Just <laughs> don't do it. Just shoot me a text after. 
Let me know who you are. <laughs> like, just stop leaving me voicemails. I've got, and this is the the best part about this podcast is obviously for those who are listening um, on the podcast version. We stream this live. My mom in the comments, she's like much better. And then I did like you better on the other side, but this works. And I don't know if it's. I mean, it's the same side of my face. Yeah. The 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 view of me is just different. I, Here, let I me see the other side of your face. Just, give me. By both sides of steak. Yeah. I, I mean, dinner. I hide it with beard. Of yeah. course, you understand all yeah. that. I just hide it with, like, don't show my face. Right. <laughs> just cover up. Right. So, uh, full disclosure, I tried to set up a, a Zoom meeting with Tyler Me tonight. He's over in the UK. He's partying it up. It's his last night there. He's either partying hard or sleeping. And uh, earlier when I texted him, he told me he was pretty tired. So, yeah. maybe he's sleeping. I don't know. My last night in the UK. <sighs> I'd be going book. Yeah, you can't drink all day. It'll start in the morning. Right. I know. Well, I didn't know shit. And I don't know if if the UK is so much like this, but in Ireland, when I went to Dublin, like pubs open at 7 Mm a.m. and they're packed by 7.30. Yeah. And it's just an all-day thing. And I'm (laughs) like, what do these people do for a living? Like, Work hard. Yeah. Probably work their ass off. They work really hard. Like they've either worked all night or whatever they've done. And like they're just, all they do is drink. (laughs) Yeah. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Because when you go over there as a tourist, mm-hmm. like you're not the only person in the, you can go to a bar at 9 a.m. and there's a whole ass bar scene. Yeah. Just at 9 a.m. Yeah. Everything from the docks and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of shipping and fishing and stuff like that. Like, sure. It's different than one here. I mean, we were in Barcelona. I remember like the bars were just popping like at four in the morning. <laughs> it's unreal. Yeah, it was great. Unbelievable. True Grit. How you doing, Mr. Patrick? Tyler is working um, in the UK. He's over there for work. He has said that. Uh, hey, Patrick, get you got your own week. Get off here. This Patrick? <laughs> different Patrick. Oh, sorry, different Patrick. Different Patrick. That's right. a Patrick that I actually can't get to come in here. Oh, okay, why not? Come on, other Patrick. He, he, I mean, Patrick's comment, got for three days. He, it doesn't he, matter what your name is. It's Patrick. <laughs> you, you get, get him on the show. It doesn't matter. Oh, man. Um, also, yeah, we were going to have uh, Pat McGuire on the show tonight uh, helping me co-host. But uh, not interesting enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, not not near interesting as the most interesting man. (laughs) But uh, Patty could not co-host the show tonight. But uh, the most interesting man, he he says a lot of things. He's very wise. Um, Actually, he's got some uh, career advice uh, that he said he wanted to offer just in case you guys need a career advice. (laughs) Find out what it is in life that you don't do well. And then don't do that thing. (laughs) Yeah, see, that guy is just a wealth of knowledge. He's got it covered. Find out what you don't do well, and then don't do that thing. Makes sense. One more thing he said? One more thing? See those nuts? They're there to make us thirsty. While I don't like being coerced, in this case, I should make an exception. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just I hate I hate doing that. So I've become addicted to going on YouTube and finding random sound bites and recording them and then putting them on my little board here right? just so that I can press a button and have something great happen. Yeah. Um, it came with preloaded sounds, but nobody in this room is ever funny enough for that particular <laughs> preloaded sound. Um, That's fantastic. It's mostly that is yeah. the one, you know, make yeah. a joke, and it was terrible. That sounds like crickets. my wife. She's like, you're not funny. Just crickets. Yeah, just immediately. crickets yeah. all day. But then, uh, you know, was going to have the most interesting man on tonight. And I was like, you know. I don't always drink beer. But when I do, I prefer those snackies. I know you said they that over. Yeah. You said it over and over. 
I don't always drink beer. When I do, sometimes I put tomato juice in it. Dude, what I are like, you drinking? A Michelada. Michelada's, yeah. I didn't know shit about yeah. this. And I'm a, I bartend. Like, this is not something we <laughs> serve at Ziggy's or anything. Yeah. Or I guess we could, but what do you do? Just put tomato juice in beer? Uh, I mean, kind of. So this one I do. I do mine this way. I put a little bit of soy sauce, a little bit of Worcestershire, a little bit of Tabasco, lime juice, Modelo, Clamato, and V8. And then you do like tahini on the rim, but, you know. Whatever. You have all of that in that bag. Yeah, and this cooler I brought. Because that's how I do it. That is insane. It's not insane. It slightly insane. No. It's just it's just you get to a point where, you know, you just kinda you're self sufficient, you know. I mean at home. Like I get it. <laughs> but like to travel with that sort of artillery. I mean, I live in Club, it's like I traveled far. It's like no, I like, but the Oregon Trail to you, get here to make you Michelada. <laughs> lost three of my kids. You <laughs> left your house. Yeah, 10 wins away from me <laughs> with an ice pack inside of a Coleman cooler. Well, you did well. Yeah, hey. Yeah. No Yeti needed. Just go to, like, Target for 20 bucks. That's not a Coleman. That's an igloo. Oh, that's close enough. It's close not. Enough. It's close. Apples, apples. It depends on who you ask. I, I imagine the people at Coleman have a different opinion. All right, let's ask the four people that have messaged so far. <laughs> All right, right, right. What's your opinion on the Coleman? Get in the comments. Igloo. Coleman and Igloo, the same, not the same. You yeah. decide. You decide. Ozark Trailer Yeti, same. You decide. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tonight's show almost didn't happen. Almost, yeah. And then Chris was actually awesome and said, hey, look, we might not do shit, but I'll still come and have a conversation. I thought that was pretty cool of him. Yeah. So then I struggled and scrambled for things to talk about. Eventually, we're going to have you cooking again. Yeah, for sure. Eventually, we're going to have you cooking again. Didn't want to go through all that without Tyler. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense to – to ex- Tyler has to be here for that. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so I'll you there. that was just a thing. I was already going to, like, throw it out there. Like, I'll make a bitch a lot of it, but I'm not, uh, right. I'm not whipping up some burgers or right. anything like that. We're not doing shit. Yeah, I, I would tell you the secret Without out. the blonde kid. <laughs> Yeah, without that uh, kid from a uh, home improvement, where was he at? <laughs> uh, you know, my my thing was I was gonna take. 20- did you just call him Fat Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I mean, you did, and I'm gonna agree with you. So it's not like I said it, but I mean, <laughs> not even here to defend himself because he wouldn't get in the Zoom. <laughs> you're gonna want, you're gonna think about it. But I was gonna take twenty bucks and do like a twenty dollar Aldi challenge, and like pan the meat, everything. All twenty dollars and under, just going to like the all. Didn't you say something about this before? Yeah, it's kind of like I've my, heard this. Yeah, idea it's kind of I don't know, man. It's like uh, you know, I don't always give like too much of what I want to accomplish out there until I'm ready. But you know, my goal if I do anything back in Columbus is to give back as much as I can. Like sure, you know, things have changed. Money's different for everybody. Like I don't take for granted anybody that's coming in at Friday night or Saturday night. Some of those people save that money all month just eat that one time. And right. I could just beat Applebee's or or Red Lobster. Sure. I mean, those places aren't what they were price-wise, which is fine, you know, but just times. But, you know, giving that, like, you know, someone maybe is 20, 21, 19, whatever, you got two kids or something like that, and you're, you're figuring out what to fix. Like, hey, you can fix this meal for, like, 15 bucks, and you have leftovers, and it's super awesome. It's not like, you know, it's easy to do. You know what I mean? It's sure. Like, and make it, like, believable. Like, the pans, you can get a $6 pan, a $5 pan, you know what I mean? It can do a lot for you. And just, just fill it with random shit. Yeah. It's random. Random. All it takes is just imagination. I love it. Just get it. Like, if you like it, get it. Don't mix jump, you know, like gummy worms and green beans. You're going to get a bad result. You know I mean, have but, you ever tried it? I mean, we're going to. <laughs> we're going to try it. <laughs> I like both yeah. of those things. Yeah, me too. I'm but, not going to argue, uh, but that's I, kind of. And then also, like, I don't know. I always want to give back. You know what I mean? It's kind of sure. my deal. So That's awesome, man. But just, like, but that was, like, kind of deal. It's like, you know, I wanted to do something like that. Just something fun, but. 
But it didn't happen. It, <laughs> That's, that was it, what I was going to do. So maybe but it will. It will, yeah. But it will happen. happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I love it. I love the approach you take, the giving back yeah. approach. The people, we, we briefly alluded to this in between times of Derek drunk and rambling last time <laughs> you were on the show. And that full disclosure, fucking love Derek. Give me a lighter real quick. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I came unprepared. That's all right. I've got another one in my car, but yeah, go a little on. late. Can you for go that. get it real quick. A little late for that. Oh, just pause the show, right? He just doesn't. Yeah, I wish it would just pause. <laughs> he doesn't talk a whole lot either. He only says like the same five things that I have programmed in here. But uh, I like, like I said, your approach, like giving back to the community. Not a lot of people think about the fact that, like these people have. You don't know where everybody is mm -hmm. money wise. Like I can go out to eat anytime I want. That's mm -hmm. just what I can do. But not everybody's the same. Yeah, for sure. You know, so these people that come to see me at the bar, like they might have been. This might be their whole week. Yeah, this is the one sure. thing they get to do this week. Mm -hmm. How can I not fuck it up? Like right. how can I? How can I maximize that experience for them? Right. So that next time they save a bunch of money, they come back and see me. Give me that money. Right. <laughs> <Get> right. <it. laughs> So yeah. I, I love yeah. that approach to it. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's not for everybody. The approach isn't for everybody. Like, you have no. to. Some people just need to be hungry and get at it. It's, right. it's who they need to be. I respect it that way. It's not. If you own a business and it makes money, I respect it. Right. You know what I mean? If you make, as long as you're doing the right thing, it, it, I, that's cool. Do what you got to do. Run it your way. But right. for me, if I'm going to own my own business, eventually, and I have to do it. I won't, I won't fulfill what I need unless I do that. Right. You know what I mean? So. It's not for everybody. It's not some kind of high horse. You know what I mean? No, no, no. It's weird for me. It's like, uh, I don't know, talking like that, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, i got to prove it for you can really, you know, sure. say it. So, But if there's nothing behind, like, any anytime you, you are working on doing something, if there's nothing substantial behind it, mm -hmm. what, are you, what are you even doing? Right. Like, anybody can do stuff to make money. Yeah, for sure. Like, you can you can go make money wherever. Well, I get a job at Applebee's right yeah, now if not, I needed to. Like, it's not I mean, difficult. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's doing something big, like doing something at times even bigger than yourself. Exactly, yeah. That's where you, you've got to have some substance behind it, like a, a reason. Well, I don't want to set up this whole podcast studio and spend my own money on this place so that so that I can make money one day. No, right. that's, not, that's not why. Right. Obviously, with, with whatever goals are comes financial yeah. gain. But for me, it's about, the process and having fun. I have so much fun sitting in here. And like I said, I hope people scroll by the stream and they see it and they're like, fuck yeah, I'm my day's a little better. Right. Um, it was really nice during COVID mm -hmm. when we were doing these. And that's when mind snacks was really at its peak was when everybody was shelled up with nothing really else to do. Right. We were that light. Um, we got so many emails. We were that light for a lot of people. And they were just like, this is, you know, thank you because right. there's not a whole fucking lot to do. Nothing's new on TV. Nothing's this or or whatever. You guys are new and fresh. Right. Peak audience, you know, due to a, an obviously unfortunate time. But there was a meaning to it. There was something more to it than just this. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think one of the, the something that for me, like younger, I just chased money. I chased. I tried to make as much as possible. Like this is what being rich means. You got to have all, all this money. And then I heard. Like someone, it was just like a, a seminar, but it was a one-off thing I heard, and they were, they were like, uh, you know, what does being rich really mean? Right. And then it's like, okay, can you pay all of your bills? Is your house uh, nice? Is it livable? Do you have food in your fridge? Do you have gas in your car? Is all your bills, but you have no debt? What are, where do you define rich at? And then when I stopped, started thinking that way, I wasn't fulfilling 
me, myself. I was, sure. I was unhappy with me. You know what I mean? So that's where that part kind of comes in where it's like, you know, how much more do I need to, to get like my, my family's going to have a house. They're right. going to have what they need. My wife's comfortable. We have heat gas. <laughs> I have cable television. Right. You know what I mean? Just like, rich is relative to the yeah, individual. Yeah, exactly. Like I can get a cigar for four bucks and a $12 pack of beer. Right. And that, that to me, you know, is more than I could do 15 years ago. Right. I'd have to think about it. Could I get that pack of beer? Right. <laughs> that cigar and that pack of beer. That now, pack of smokes back then, you know. Now we just go do it. Let's go do it. Yeah, just go yeah. do it. And like yeah. I said, to me, like, my family eats. My house is warm. Bills are all caught up. Life's, you know, to me, life's good. Right. And, you know, anything outside of that is not necessity. Now, obviously, you want, I mean, everybody wants financial independence. Yeah, for sure. But. Like, but what is financial independence to me? Financial independence is when you're living solely off of your resources, right? All the money you need comes from only your resources, right? Then at that point you work, it's a choice to work. Yeah. I can work, but I don't have to because my resources offer me enough to live. Right. That's what financial independence is to me. It's different to a lot of people. Yeah. I think, I think where I define it is where, you know, and, and, and when I was setting up, like, what am I going to do with my money as I go forward? It was, you know, the goal for retirement for me and fulfillment is my dream at 100%. Where it's not like there's a financial person that backs me. There's not like there's right. obligations to this or that. It's like, I just want to open up this food truck when I'm 60, and I don't care if it fails. Sure. That, to me, is where independence will come. And that's right. the goal for me. That's the ultimate is I, I will never... I don't understand. I cannot fathom. I cannot put it into words what like retirement means or like stopping and sitting on the beach and moving to Florida. And like, I respect my uncle and my uh, aunt Tammy, like and uncle Tony so much because they were a big influence for me growing up. But uh, you know, they took off, they got a house. He had a dream to get a house in Florida. He got that house in Florida and he's living it. And right. I respect it. And for me, I, I'm just going to keep working. Like I, I will, I, will I can't, I will not be able to stop. Like I, the retirement would be like, you know, being at the restaurant maybe two days a week. Sure. I just have to be I, there. I have to be doing something. Yeah. Not necessarily working, but doing something. Right. And do I want to work for other people until I'm 70? No, not really. Yeah. I don't think anyone does. But that doesn't mean the work will stop. Right. Like, I have to be doing something or pursuing something. That's why, like, I like short-term goals. Mm-hmm. But I don't want there to be a peak Right. Where I say, okay, I've reached the peak, and that's everything I wanted. Right. Because then, what are you doing after that? What's you still got more life left? Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, I I don't know. This is like how I view it. How I view my goals is I view every goal as a long term goal. Yeah. Every goal is short. Every goal is medium. Every goal is long term for me. So like every and, and <laughs> there's there's like TV shows that like where every episode builds on the the series like Battlestar Galactica. Shout out Battlestar Galactica, one of the greatest shows ever. But <laughs> uh, where for me, I just started. Every thing I started had to play into what the what the next <laughs> goals and what I'm trying to achieve. You know what I mean? Sure. So I just kind of my time's so finite because every bit of free time goes to my wife. Right. Every bit of free time, and then sure. I play hockey a little bit here and there. But if I didn't have any kind of, it would be it would go to her. So it's You're like still playing hockey. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Still skated it up. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not very good. You're but, not. You're not as old as I am, though. Uh, yeah, I'm 36. Okay, so yeah. you're a little younger than me, but still like. I would tell you, I would things tell you, hurt at 36. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, my body. I mean, I'm very thankful that, like, uh, I got a good chiropractor, I do acupuncture. 
have a really good doctor, stuff like that. But you know, it, it, getting married, I take care of myself, take my medicine. I I try to eat better, but I mean, I'm no cover boy for health. But oh god, I think happiness plays a lot into that. I think staying active, like as far as working, and you know, I I would remember when I wasn't happy, I felt like shit, and then today going to like the doctor to see my kid on an ultrasound, like felt like you know I was a kid at a carnival getting. A, stuffed animal because my dad hit 80 darts in a row you know sure. what i mean just like oh my god right my dad <laughs> you know what i mean it's like so let's go get fried you know. biscuits yeah right let's go die <laughs> i feel like kind of a bitch in this chair because i don't know what it is the way i'm sitting tonight my feet don't touch i'm six foot three and that uh, yeah patrick is uh loading up the comments tonight right patrick likes to play a game okay uh patrick likes to play fuck one marry one kill one. Oh shit. yeah so um but sometimes, like, Florence Pugh, don't know who that is. Zendaya will always be too young for me no matter what. Who? Zendaya. She's a pop star. I don't know who that is. Pop star, actress. Don't know who Florence Pugh is. Don't know who Brie Larson is. That's uh, Captain uh, Amer- Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah? Brie Larson is. I know that one. Okay. Marvel. Igloo's the best cooler. Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, and Pamela Anderson. That is more my speed. None. Like, I'm old. None of them. <laughs> um, uh, I, don't, I just moved back to Columbus. This is like future plans uh, about the going you know, back to community here. Yeah, there's all there's all kinds of comments yeah. up there. Just the one about the community. I just want to make sure I clarify. We weren't talking about, like, present times. We're talking about, like, goals and stuff in the yeah. future. So yeah. just to clarify that one so I don't get yeah. roasted. Yeah, right. Yeah, what have you done, motherfucker? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, please. Get started try already. To, yeah, try to keep my ro- getting roasted to a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> I think Patrick uh, always has good intent with uh, what he's asking. Yeah, yeah no, so no, it's, no, uh, it's no, not no. a roast factor. No, you're good. I'm just messing. But, uh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I assembled a few topics tonight that I thought were interesting. I like topics. But uh, I, I, so it's funny that you started on where you did. Um, and for those who don't know, uh, Chris, I believe you are still the executive chef at Kumas. Yeah, I'm executive yeah. chef. Oh, I guess I mean Andrew Mockerman uh, and uh, Herman and Dante really run the day to day more. I, I cook everyone. I cook and I help with the burger of the month. We have I'm the executive chef and like director of operations or general manager, whatever okay. you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah, there's people I, that like. There's well, you were there's, big there's on that a, last a big, time. There's a there's big staff a behind me. Yeah, there's, there's a team such behind a team me. about it that yeah. you don't like. Yeah, I get Everybody that. Everybody from like Mike, Carl, and Vernon Dish all the way to like Harlan at the host stand. Like there's everybody in between. Like without the without those people, I'd be fucked. <laughs> I'd be literally fucked. <laughs> um, I, and, like oh, I said, and because I said I would Mary Williams shout out. Only person I know to grow two inches in her twenties. Okay. Yeah, she grew two inches today. We found out. <laughs> She grew two inches in yeah. her twenties. This is a joke, yeah. But I told her I was going to say it on the podcast. She goes, "Please don't." So I told her I would, and I okay, did. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. I just, I just tagged you in the Facebook post. I okay, completely cool. spaced no. doing that. So next time we got to like tag, we'll post on the restaurant or something. Yeah, like, we'll, our, our we'll feed. Do, we'll do something. Yeah, we get like it'll be fun to. Cook. I agree. I like that's what I like doing. I like cooking. So <laughs> oh, the, that's <laughs> the pretty more easy. I get to cook, the more I get to cook, the better. I'm not really a conversationalist, so yeah. <laughs> The only thing uh, that I... You're not a conversationalist. No, not really. You're so good at it, though. I try my best. I really do. Yeah. I was nervous about it. I got, like, high anxiety. I'm well, so, like, insecure about it. <laughs> I, I love where you started tonight yeah. because I, I... Dude, there's nothing more that I love than talking about goals and, mm-hmm. and, and doing things and why I do things because um, I'm definitely not like a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, 
I I I don't know. The money's the money's always been second to me. Yeah. It's nice to make money. Uh you can ask my wife. I spend money like crazy and I'm like, you can always make more. Mm-hmm. You can always make more. I'm fully confident in my ability to walk out of my house and go make money somewhere. Right. Hundred percent. And and maybe that maybe I've set that up for myself, mm-hmm. but I've I've just that's the last thing in the world to worry about. Right. The first thing is it's the why for me. Right. And the why is never to make money. Obviously, like I said, the money helps yeah. continue to do more things. Are you familiar with Mr. Beast? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with him, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Beast, big-time YouTuber, gives mm-hmm. away a shitload of money. Yeah. Gives away a shitload of money. Yeah. The guy's loaded. Money yeah. rolling in. Most of it, he, he actually lives fairly modestly. Yeah, for sure. His yeah. whole business plan is everything I make on the videos, I'm just going to put in the next put into the next yeah. video if you're not familiar with mr beast go to youtube and look up mr beast his videos are a lot of fun he uh, basically makes people do these challenges and if you win the challenge you know you get a hundred thousand dollars a million dollars whatever it is he did a thing where he had a million dollars in a glass case and had 10 people put their hand on the case the last person uh, to move their hand right won the million dollars right and my favorite one I think that I've seen is he'd go through a supermarket and be like, hey, I can give you $1,000 now or I'll let you gift $10,000 to somebody else in the store, anybody else you find. I'll hand you 1000 scot-free. Or you can pick someone of your choosing in the store to, to win 10000 Right. And, you know, obviously the first few people are like, well, I'll just take the thousand. I'll just take, please give me a yeah. thousand. And then you found one guy that was like, let's go find somebody to give 10 grand to. Right. Well, it's and not, then, hey, not think about like, here's how I think about that is I have a thousand dollars in my bank. Yeah. I don't need that thousand dollars. Yeah. But that mother with three kids could probably use $10,000. Yeah. Let's go to the baby aisle. Yeah. To the, to the girl that's deciding, you know, exactly. If she can get these diapers or this or. Can we do this yeah, or whatever? Like sure. negotiating mm-hmm. with the, 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 fuck that. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Now, I've never been put in that position. I would like to think that I would do the right thing, mm-hmm. but we all would like to think we do the right thing. I'm confident that I would do the right thing. Right. I mean, but are again, you? I mean, how fucked up are you? Are you in Vegas? Did you lose a thousand <laughs> well, on, see, a, on a pay slot? There's the other thing. It's like, am I am I on a am I on yeah. a bad run that didn't go well? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, kicked out the high roller suites. You're twenty but grand down. The, yeah. At the at the end, the kid, you know, goes finds a finds a mother of however many kids, yeah. and he's like, here, gift to her. He gives her the ten grand. She cries, and then he turns around and gives the guy ten grand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Of course he was. So was Mr. Beast, you, but like, so I, do you go ahead. Sorry, I believe in in karma like that. Yeah. So I I like the the lesson that video teaches. Right. It's like, man, it's do good things. is going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. Do things that aren't, like I said, nothing I do with the exception of gambling. Right. Is driven by making money. Mm-hmm. You know, I only gamble to make, I, I can't even say that <laughs> I gamble because I enjoy it. That's fair. I enjoy yeah. the rush. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't spend a lot of time worrying about the money that's out there. Right. You know, my wife has seen it. Like she'd be like, you're way up and you're, you're, you're playing a slot machine that's $100 to push the button. I'm yeah. like, fuck, yeah. Do you <laughs> know what this feels like? <laughs> yeah, we. Do you know what this feels like right now? Like, it's just unbelievable. Um, I, just, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So, can I see your lighter real quick? Oh, man. Uh, I got to read. So do you know about uh, Mr. Beast Burger and how it operates? Or like his, I his don't. Burger? So 
His burger. I is, know. I know. The, I know of Beast Burger, but right. I don't know how. So he. So here's here's more of his philanthropy and in work. You know what I mean? So. Uh, he designed this like online only restaurant that only works through like DoorDash and, and Uber Eats and all that stuff. Okay. And so you buy into the franchise very low and you keep almost all the profits of that restaurant. And he, you know, all you do is just plug and play. So it's, we had like, I think it's like 10 grand or something like that, super low. And you just plug and play Mr. Beast in like this space into any space. It goes, it can go into anywhere. And it's all virtual. You can't walk up and get it. And it's it's like it, it's way of him giving back. Like here's a here's a concept that makes money for basically pennies on the dollar. And wow. it's all and it just plug and play. You get the tablets, they give it all to you and you just get at it. So what you're saying is I could start a Beast Burger yeah. franchise. You could. For how could. much? I would you have to look it up. Probably I would say here well, uh um it's ten thousand to do to buy into shares of like a steak and shake. So I would say it had to be at least fifty grand probably. Okay. So, but I mean, it's, I don't know. You, you take the risk of that. Sure. I mean, you look at DoorDash here. I mean, it's not, it's night and day from when I came down from India. You could DoorDash McDonald's at 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. To your house here. It's like, I don't know. It's midnight. We're done. <laughs> well, and there's <laughs> Call an, Papa John's. <laughs> there's obviously something behind it all because Mr. Beast, I mean, look, the guy's got what? 106 million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. On one channel. Well, he said, like, all he wants to do is make videos. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. He, all the other stuff he does, he doesn't care about. He's supposed to lock in and make YouTube videos in his room. Yep. So, yep. It is interesting. I mean, is it? I can't produce that. I can't. I don't have that wherewithal to do that. I don't know how to make a, a I don't know how to do a podcast. I don't know how to make the videos like that. That kid's got it. I now. listened to him on Rogan telling basically how he started. And he started as a misfit fucking kid. Who didn't want to do school, didn't want to do that, just wanted to make videos. He was like, how can I do this? And then YouTube launched. And then he was like, I spent hours a right. day on YouTube just looking at what people do, looking at what people like. Right. And then I got friends, and we all researched it together. We brainstormed together. And then we just continued to just do nothing but watch videos and take in content and see right. what and it's just the process that the man went through. Right. Ten year process. And now he's like I said, now that he makes more I don't want to say he has more, because about everything it's, he it's makes is fluid. His money's in. fluid. It's yeah. just continuous. It yeah. just make it, the money it's like a restaurant. It needs to make money to make money. So he's got makes, he's got eight different YouTube channels with um he's got like his main channel and right. then he's got a channel in like six different languages. Right. That he has does the same exact videos. And has people narrate them in that language. And those channels have a shitload of subscribers. Yeah. This one video, pay a, pay a translator to dub over the video. And now you've, now you're on two channels yeah. making that money. It's just, it's unreal. Just the smarts of this dude. Right. And like I said, when you hear him on Rogan, he's so humble. Like to be that humble and just to be that influential. Right. It's amazing. Well, I mean, when you when it's really not about you, when right. you're really doing what you love, and you, right. and but the thing is, like, he probably has a team or that team around him, like you talked about, the people around him. He's probably feeling their. Yeah, he says guys like sixty employees. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like I have I have a team of like forty. You know right. what I mean? So right. it, it's <laughs> it's daunting. It definitely is. But I mean, he's he's proving it to those guys by giving back and proving the message of his company or whatever sure. he's going to do. And I and I commend him for it. 
Yeah, it's, it's pretty badass. You know, what I mean? I've listened to about everything I can take in of his. Not that I want to do exactly what he's doing, but he's on that same level. Like, I want to make content that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. I want to have interesting conversations with people. Mine is mostly having interesting conversations with people. People that have done things, people that want to do things, whatever it is. I want to have those conversations, A, for content, but B, just so I can, the more conversations I have, the more I learn from people. For sure. I, I, I learn a ton from you just about my, you have helped me kind of round and shape my perspective of the service industry from a, just by talking about it from a perspective slightly different than I have. I agree with There's that. so much to that that just mutual about like any for me any restaurant conversation is mutual in that way yeah everybody does it different everybody has a different way. take right on what they're doing and there's people out there that are just like no, I just work here so I can go to college <laughs> I commend it if 100%. you choose to work in a restaurant you're gonna make a shit ton of money and pay your way through college and if you, you choose you to work totally in a restaurant could. but don't genuinely love the industry but also don't do it <laughs> don't do it right right. <laughs> run like if you true like if you if you can do all that in a, in a restaurant don't don't love the industry just go there and make some money and go home and just you're that guy that's like i cannot wait till i don't have to serve another table or take somebody coffee anymore right if you're that person like that's fantastic i i don't i i can't imagine that being a grind right i i'm i love it mm-hmm. i genuinely love it and the thing is the older i get there's more people younger than me that are better than me at it. You know, we have staff members at Ziggy's that, that are better than just better than me. They're younger. They've got more energy. They've right. got a new look. They've, they've, they've got all that, but I love it so much. It's what drives me. Right. <sighs> Gosh, dang restaurants. <laughs> I love it. What's, what's new up at Kuma's? Anyway? What's new? Uh, Got a new burger of the month. I mean, I know you guys are basically doing new stuff all the time, but trying to at least. If uh, you don't know, Kuma's Corner is in Fountain Square. I have never been there. It's okay. Ah, he's so mad at it's me. Okay. He says it's okay, but it's not. It's okay. I know I it's care. not okay. Dude, it's okay. I went to a I went to a gathering in Fountain Square. Okay. Probably two months ago, and uh, it was quick. Didn't have a whole lot of time. Yeah. Had to get up there. Whatever the reason doesn't matter. But I I passed Kuma's on the <laughs> way back through, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. Damn it. I am the shittiest friend <laughs> of shittiest friends. Like okay. my wife would love it. Yeah. I made her mac and cheese. You did. You yeah. did. <laughs> no. My wife would love it. If I was just like, hey, let's go up to Indy tonight and have dinner Come on. with our friend Chris. Yeah. Roll up. I don't live there anymore, but I'll stay a little longer for you. Well, I mean, what what are your working hours now? Are you there mostly in the daytime? Uh, I'm there Monday through Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and depends on. I mean, some days I'm there like. Anywhere between nine and ten, and I'm out of there. Some days between four and eight, okay. four and nine. I mean, some like Saturdays one offs here and there. Not very recently, but I worked like to like ten or eleven. But okay. it's not the same. There's more behind the scenes stuff I do nowadays more than I just like cook every day. I sure. do cook. I do cook Monday through Friday every lunch shift. Right, I'm on the line every day getting at it. I mean. I will tell you, there's like Herman, who's younger than me. He's definitely got more energy than I do, but I try to keep up the best I can. But yeah. I am realistic. I am realistic in what I have to give. I know I have like, I think by the time, like, in a, probably another five to eight years where I could push it to its max. Push. I've thought the like same push thing. Push it. Like, push, like, because there's a deal, like, pushing it to me, I just, I, I respect like reservations and, and it's like constructing that way. And I get why you do that and I respect it, but like, for all the volume. 
I want to push the volume yeah. to its max. I want to cook as many turns as I can that night. If I turn the restaurant five, six, seven times, I want that push. I want yeah. that like. So that's that's what I mean by like, I could cook at a steady pace, no problem. Sure, twenty more years, probably thirty more years, right into my seventies. You're and right, then, but for me, pushing it to its max, pushing it, that's feeling just the intensity of a yeah. badass rush. It's only because it's it's what I don't know because I know I'm not the most talented here or there, but like having that ability to do it, I like that separation somewhere. Like, yeah. like I can push it at a level that some can't. Sure, that's that's the philosophy for me right <laughs> that's the, where the fun comes in you know what i mean like everybody thinks it's it's it's, it's fun and games back there it's like dude we're uh we're working our asses off back here <laughs> i got a button on here i can't remember what it is oh <laughs> never mind oh is this a million dollar question <laughs> no mr b's gonna come out and ask me a million dollar right. question here right. we go yeah uh, putting that out there on the internet though if uh, mr beast ever wanted to come have a conversation with me in this studio i would fucking adore that uh, shout out Mr. Beast. If you want to bring Mr. Beast burger with you here, I would eat it. Yeah. I know yeah. I cook burgers for a living, but I would eat a burger. He's also got the candy bars. I don't know anything about that. Beast burger, beast candy bars. Like I said, I don't know a whole lot about it. Okay. Bring candy bars yeah. and burgers. Yeah. Roll out to the edge studio. Yeah. And get edge it. construction I'm studio. To, I'm trying to get that going there. Yeah. Well, so I Trade wish I, I want to try to record an ad that's that <laughs> intense. Yeah. I should you know, be edge construction. You know, you'll pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Yeah. Like if I looked at this up and what they used to call a phone book, <laughs> and that's where you used to look for numbers up kids. Yeah. Uh, it would like be bold black all out of like, edge. Control. I'm like, a yeah, whole page. The whole page. Just a guy just shredding on a guitar for some reason. Yeah. And lightning behind it. Yeah. And, like, and just somehow the music comes off the page. Angels I mean, with wings yeah. and Leonard Skinner t-shirts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. It'd be unreal. It'd be great. It'd be great. But uh, Ed, having said that, uh, Edge Construction, uh, for all of your construction needs, if you guys are listening right now, maybe give Edge Construction a call. My buddy Brian will absolutely help you out charge you rent charge you. <laughs> <laughs> well utilities in, in that case but uh let me see here's joshin gotta get the phone number uh i don't i don't have the phone number memorized yet for edge construction i'm working on it do you have your phone book this is the worst <laughs> live read ever edge construction 812-343-3035 brian and his boys will help you out site development dirt work look anything you need construction done give them a call all right, they may be able to do it. They may not be able to do it. They will absolutely point you in the right way. They're amazing people. Brian Jones and his team, 812-343-3035, Edge Construction. Edge Construction. <laughs> I love it. Can't stop. Helping you out, uh, helping us out uh, here yeah. with the with the studio and the new dig. What do you think of the new studio? I love it. It's yeah. fantastic. I'm, I'm so fucking jacked. It's not like, I mean, I loved walking through your house and like, disrupting your family's life. Right. But, you know? <laughs> this works too. <laughs> this that works the, too. That was the best part. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, here's my daughter's room. <laughs> and then uh, here's the studio. You yeah, know? It's like right here. here. Yeah. Right here. Uh, yeah. If you go to the bathroom and the door is closed, you know, my kid might be in there. <laughs> yep. It's uh, for so long, like, especially in my bachelor pad. And you never came to that studio mm -hmm. at my house before Sarah and I got our place, but it was great. Right. Um, but it was just me in the house. You know what I mean? Like, I, the house was basically tailored for that studio right. like everything i did in, at the house was tailored for that that's not the case in my new home <laughs> like it was anything it was 
it was a nuisance mm-hmm. and not really like my wife never really complained about it but it was just like we knew like, were you we were in like, the garage before or uh, you were in that room that house the whole time in that room and it, yeah when we moved to that house we were in that room i wanted to go to the garage but okay. i could not heat the garage quietly Ooh. and uh the last thing i need is a <laughs> going on in the background we're like hey can you hear me over that got some feedback like, right uh, no i get it but uh, <laughs> but now like i said it's got its own space it's got a little office back there right jacked about this space um so kuma's corner yep gotta go see chris come gotta go make it happen come here he's gonna help you out what, <laughs> what's the burger of the month burger of the month it's for a band called hypertensions uh from indie i did like all indie bands this past few months okay but uh put a barbecue spiced jalapeno mayo on the bottom choice of protein go burger always sure a uh pork fritter a couple slices of applewood bacon two slices of cheddar melt it all down they put grippos because they're from evansville so like, grippos are the yeah, shit the barbecue too. grippo chips on yep. there and then we cover it in a uh, apricot barbecue sauce and then top it with apple jack cereal so shout out to my wife's side of the family for getting me hooked up on the apple jacks that's I, fucking I, 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 never, I never fucked with the Apple Jacks until I went on vacation. What had the <laughs> hell did you just pitch yeah. to me? What I mean, is think, that? think like Indiana, like those pork fritters, and they got the chip barbecue chips. It's just kind of like having a pork sandwich, but on a burger with like a sweet-ass like jalapeno, like mayo with barbecue spice. What the hell did you just say to me? Apple Jacks? Yeah. A pork fritter? Yeah. Like cheddar cheese, bacon. What in the hell? Yeah. That is Apricot barbecue. Uh question from the comments do the good bones ladies eat there uh yes they have i'm talking about the from the hgtv like yeah. the model show there. i assume yeah so uh shout out josh houchin i know he's listening but he was part of their crew their crew would eat lunch there and yeah. then they've come in they come in once but nice we i mean for me though uh every like andrew lux eating there before we had yeah. like tyler hilbert and came in and ate you know we just it's one of those places though that we don't we allow them to be Normal, well, sure. Normal. I, we don't. We avoid anybody who can come up, stuff like that. So, right. Yes, they're there, but we don't like take photos or like. Post Not like everybody's like paint meetings in St. Elmo's. Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> getting that house salad with blue cheese crumbles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh no. my god. Yeah, they. Have, I mean, I don't. I don't know them or anything like that. So I want to sure that I'm clear about that. Sure. But uh, <laughs> I know them from TV. <laughs> that's cool though. Yeah. That's cool yeah, though. Man. Like, so answer your question. Yes. Yeah, anybody could walk in, and you guys would be, a, like I said, a popular destination for somebody like Like, if you go to Indy and you say, you say, like, something, like, where do I eat? Mm-hmm. Like, the standard easy answer is to go to St. Elmo. Yeah, that's what I tell everybody. But the, rea- <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is, like, you know, I, I know Kuma's is out of Chicago. Correct, yeah, starting Chicago. Um, there's, what, three or four? There's three now, yeah, a couple of shut down that okay. out, of, out of my jurisdiction okay guys I'm, I'm solely responsible for india i have nothing to do with chicago but so. you guys do your own thing now, yeah right? we're separate like yeah. you're locally i don't say locally owned but locally operated i am the operator you're yeah, right <laughs> right <laughs> locally operated <laughs> all you yeah i mean a team but yeah if you're sure ask, well here's the deal like I was, if someone's gonna fall on a sword it's me okay that's the best way to say it no matter what if if something very bad, I'm, I will take the hit for it. It's sure. me. And so uh, that's the separation of it. You know what I mean? Right. It's all the good is them, all the bad is me. Well, so, yeah. As but, like any good leader. Yeah. 
I guess. I don't know. I'm I don't know. I, I fail a lot. I'm I don't know if you follow. Uh, I don't know how much you follow the National Football League. I, I will go Browns. We but, suck. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're a Browns yeah. guy. And my wife's a Steelers fan. So. Oh, man. How yeah. do you guys do that? Uh, well, we sleep. I sleep on the couch. We have a two-story house. So okay. We never see each other. My wife thought she was a Reds fan. And uh, <sighs> then I, I know. We have, we have a strict rule in our house. Very strict. We have two rules. Uh, no oat milk. I, that doesn't go in our house. It's disgusting. And no Patriot stuff. Okay. Everything else is fair. We are a anti Tom Brady, anti Patriot house. Oh, wow. Through and through. Still hate it, huh? Oh, not. Oh, Candace is worse than me. She really, <laughs> oh, we can't. So both Colts fans, I assume. Uh, or no, 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 no. Brown Steelers. Yeah. Brown Steelers. I mean, yeah. Colts fans though. We both, I, yeah. I like the Colts. I've always, yeah. you know, I've been so, a Manny fan since I was a kid. I mean, right. how could you not be? We are I, going to the Colts, uh, Steelers game. So that's gonna be exciting. That's Monday Night Football. Yeah, it's gonna be Monday Night. That's yeah. gonna be a blast. It's gonna be sick. Thank you, U.S. Foods. Shout out. <laughs> I uh, I get to go to the Colts Raiders game in oh, Vegas so this awesome. year. Oh my god, that's sick. I cannot wait. I'm so I cannot jealous. wait. That's, that's actually a fantastic. A stadium. month from today, I fly out. Yeah. Have you been there? I'm in the stadium. No, but I, I've seen like the video stuff. It looks it's, like it's a great. fucking spaceship. Mm-hmm. Like from the interstate. Isn't it all the way down by like the Luxor and shit? Yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. It's down at that end uh, towards the airport. Yep. I'm pretty and, sure you can uh, see planes from it, like the stadium, yeah. like flying right in. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I cannot wait to be there at that stadium. And then, of course, I'm trying to set. Like, I'll be making videos and this and that, right. you know, for my other show, but which is mostly sports related. But uh, I, I'm just I'm jacked about that. Well, anyway, what I was getting at is, if you follow football at all, um, Ron Rivera. Head coach of the Washington Redskins. I see that. I saw that. Just threw his fucking quarterback. Yeah, drove the bus, bus right over him for I sure. I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, you got You got to be four and one. Got to have a good quarterback. And it's funny because I, you know, they were asking him about the division. The rest of the division's good. What's wrong with you guys? And his one word answer: "Fucking quarterback." quarterback. Yeah. Like what the hell? Like yeah. I caught the original. The, the post I caught was from Robert Griffin the third. He was like, "Man, you just don't do that." Like right. that's your like what. Like, and I'm just, I'm the same way. Like I had a conversation with Derek Gerald about that this morning, like where we were just kind of debating, not really debating it, but just tossing ideas around. And he had kind of, we had kind of basically agreed that like, if like, say the Ziggy's kitchen was just in fucking turmoil mm-hmm. and it was complaint after complaint on a particular day. And a customer asked Derek, what the fuck's going on back there? Derek's not going to single out a guy. Mm-hmm. He's going to say, you know, we're just not in sync today. Yeah. We're not getting it. We're not getting, we're not getting it. it. We're not, we're not there. getting it. We're not. Yeah, we're not. We're not clicking on. And knowing that he knows who the individual is, it's causing the problem. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason to to throw that guy under the bus like that. Like handle those things internally. My my thought is this: uh, at that level of business or whatever, you get to a point where either you say it or you don't. Sure. Either say it, live up to it, and go. Yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> we what were we thinking yeah. here? Or you got it, like you said, like at that level. I mean, that's it's a different press conference and all that stuff. Like you got to either own it, right, and say, yeah, we're losing because of Carson Wentz, and you bench his ass and you put somebody else in, sure. Or you don't have anybody better, so you better like try to pep talk him and get a couple wins here because, right. or just put it on you, yeah, or take, like, take the L, just sure. take the L mm-hmm. for your guys. It could because to the press, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who. The the press wants that answer. Yeah, they want. Yeah, they want the controversy. They don't deserve that answer. Yeah. Like that's that's just stuff you keep in house. I mean, he. I mean, you should tell him that. Like, I mean, here's the deal. Carson Wentz has. He's a professional. 
Sure, he's, he's not stupid. He's one. He should have been. He knows he's he, terrible. Yeah, he was picked to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and somebody else won the Super Bowl. He knows yeah, he that knows. he's playing terrible. He has to know. It's like Matt Ryan. Yeah. He has to know. He has to. You know. have to know. I personally don't think I want to get too sportsy over here, but I personally don't think. Uh, and and I'll let you obviously chime in on this. <laughs> I don't think that Matt Ryan's the, the problem in Indianapolis. Oh, I think it's play calling. I think, uh, I think it's play calling. I think it's our offensive line just decided they were fucking cupcakes. Yeah. Like straight out of Hostess, Hostess one, two, three, four, and five. I don't know what I like. I mean, that Monday night game or Thursday night Thursday game, night game was the was fucking most atrocious. boring thing I've watched. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was so sad about that game that I didn't. Po- I haven't podcasted since, right? Because I, I what, what do you say? It, what do I, you say? I, a I, game ended twelve to nine, better than a tie. It, it's better than better a than tie. a tie. You got out of there with a win. So that's a great thing. Well, that's the thing, though. Today, where I was driving the go, yeah, the Colts lost. And I was like, wait a minute. No, they, they won. What? what am I? You didn't know. <laughs> I didn't even do that. I was like, wait. Like, yeah, they had to have lost, right? Nobody wins that shit. Yeah, like, Russell Wilson, like, <laughs> uh, I don't understand. Like, he's, and here's he's, the thing. With the Titans losing, had the com- or with the Tex- or the Jaguars losing, had the had the commanders been able to hold off uh, the Titans, mm-hmm. they had a chance. Yeah. The Colts would have been in first place. <laughs> How? What two and three or two the and two? Te- the Titans beat the Commanders twenty-one to seventeen. Carson Wentz had three chances from the goal line, right, and threw a pick to win the game. Like, had the had the Commanders been able to just finish the job? Had Carson Wentz been able to finish the fucking job? The well, Colts would be in first place. Come on. <laughs> As of right now, the Colts are in second place. I, 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 Unbelievable, to be honest with you. It's yeah. unbelievable. Mind-blowing. If yeah. they win Sunday, they're in first place. Do you think, I mean, do you think Matt Ryan was a pickup to win a Super Bowl? Like, they yes. were like, we're going to win a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. Well, yeah, that's why you do that. You, you, you think, you, I mean, you, you don't at, think of the stopgap? No, no, I think you look at the rest of your roster and you say, there's a window here. There's a competitive window. And before the start of this season, you would have been able to look at that roster and, and see a competitive window. Like, we've got a window. Don't know if it's a Super Bowl window. But this is, we're at a point where for for good value on the dollar, we're going to be competitive mm-hmm. with the roster we have. So instead of bringing a young guy up, let's go get a guy who can lead this team. I just, I just, I can't, I don't understand the philosophy the, the minute, or the mindset of not having a backup plan. Um, After I say that level, like there's no, what's the backup plan? I, mean, I don't know that they, I don't. <laughs> I mean, what if he still had Jacoby? He's playing pretty all right for the Browns. He's playing pretty all right. That's better than pretty not good. <laughs> I just, I don't think, I think Jacoby would be worse. Yeah, maybe. Than yeah. Matt Ryan in this situation. I'm talking about as a backup. Because, I mean, how long are you going to ride Matt Ryan? Well, you got Nick Foles. Yeah, I mean. You got Nick Foles who can come in there and do things. And then at some point, you know, a lot of people are like, get Sam Ellinger in there. Because they kept him on the roster. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Ellinger had a great preseason. Right preseason okay sam ellinger has shown that he can and and i don't and i and i don't look i i've i watched sam ellinger in the preseason i'm not i'm not impressed the throwing mechanics are bad he got he got he made some he got lucky and made a few plays right against third stringers right i got a feeling that little dude's gonna get killed if he comes in a football game but i don't think we're to that point I don't think we're at that point. I don't think. I, I think you're going to have to get me to a place because the thing is, Matt Ryan's still throwing for hell of yards. Yeah. He's making a lot of mistakes. Right. 
You're going to minimize a lot of mistakes. Those Shit. those fumbles though, you're going to minimize those fumbles. Right. The interceptions, you're going to minim- you're going to minimize that with a, with just better protection. I mean, yeah. if you're running for your fucking life every down. What the fuck? <laughs> running for his fucking life. Right. You can't yeah, you can't uh so. expect them to do it all, especially at 30, was he 38 you said? 37? 30, 37. 37? Yeah, so. I mean, but uh I can't imagine at 36 running around trying to like 400-pound guy that could run it like a, a five-second a four, four, yeah, four, four, five four, yeah, 40. Five second 40 yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to die today. Yeah. Bye, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's man. the thing. It's My death is happening on TV. <laughs> yeah. My kid's watching? Okay, National take me television. out now. Yeah, yeah right. take me out now. That's funny. Well, uh, let's see here. We need a homegrown, someone we can slap a franchise tag on and be here for longer than Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning was. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know that you can be here longer than Peyton was. I mean, Peyton's... That's a good career, though. Peyton's end was unfortunate. Years, right? Yeah, Peyton was amazing. Yeah. Uh, reduce stupid turnovers. Well, everybody needs to reduce stupid turnovers. Yeah. Um, I've said that before, though. The Colts are horrible, and I'm, 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 I feel like I'm on a different po- a show now. Oh, it's okay. Because I talk about this a lot. Uh, my other answer show. Teresa's question. Yeah, they do live in Fountain Square. Yeah, yep. But uh, yeah, they just they got a block. Yeah. They got a block. The Denver game would have been, I think, different had Jonathan Taylor been playing. Had Naheem Hines not got hurt on that the was, second play of the game. I mean, kudos. First of all, kudos to Frank Wright and the coaching staff. First sure. of all, I mean, whatever you say about coaching, I, for me, things transcend coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I agree with. There are some takes on Mike McDaniel. That's, that's his name, right from uh, Dolphins. First year coach. He's not Rex Ryan. He's not Sean Payton. He's not Bill Belichick. They're not going to be like, shut the fuck up. I don't care about your degree, your doctors. He went by the information he got, and I. He's going to not yeah. make that mistake again. But you saw, it wasn't Everybody even. It wasn't saw. even. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't even like four, like four minutes after Hines was off the field. They're like, he's done for the day. Sure, they didn't even question it. Like, sure, they didn't even. Well, this dude <laughs> trying to stand up after he yeah. got when, it, when the hit happened. I was like, fuck, that's fucking brutal. Yeah. And then, you know, trying to stand him up, and he's all like, I'm like, that, get that fucking guy out of here. Bye. Like, I don't care you. that we're left with Philip Lindsay and Deion Jackson. Get that guy out of here because right. long term, we need that guy. I still think the Colts are going to win the South. I still don't have a problem with, with saying I can't, that. Well, here's the dog. How can you disagree with that? They're in second place in a division that's may turn into awful. an awful division. Yeah. They're awful. It'll be an awful division. Yeah. The whole division's awful. Um, the minute the Colts turn it around and 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 start getting the most out of the talent they have, they're going to dominate that division. Yeah. Now, whether or not they do that is the question. I mean, do you think they'd be a wild card team? Do you to win the division and get in as a four seed? No, no. If you the, well, I mean, they'll get in as a four seed. Yeah, four seed, if they win yeah. the division. Though. Yeah. I mean, who knows what'll happen? I mean, I tell people all the time not to freak out. We're only five weeks in. I think. What do they think they go? Like ten and seven. Um. Eleven and six. And the thing division. about their schedule is it's not it's soft, it's soft, but it doesn't it doesn't look soft. Like they've got Philadelphia. I mean that's <laughs> Jalen Hurts unleashed. That, that Jalen Hurts unleashed has played really really well. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not a believer fully, but he has played really really well. So you got uh, Jacksonville this Sunday, Tennessee. You got to win those games. Yeah, but Jacksonville's playing great. Jacksonville got their yeah, but still, they I lost mean, to Houston. I don't want to hear that. I mean, Lovey Smith. They though. lost to Lovey Houston. Smith. He gets he dials one up every once in a Lovey while. Lovey Smith can he dials I one agree. up every once in a while. But uh, you got Jacksonville, Tennessee quarterback. <laughs> then you got Washington. Uh, then you got the Patriots. Uh, then you got the game I'll be at the Raiders, uh, Eagles, Steelers, Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers. There's wins in there. Giants, Texans. 
There's wins in there. I don't know how many of them they'll get, but I know that I, I, what I want to see more than anything is this team at full strength, right? Playing to the best of each individual, like everybody just being at their best. Um, and you want to see that with any team, but th- this team hasn't come anywhere close. That's fair. And I, and I, and a lot of people disagree with that when I say that. They're like, nope, these guys are fucking washed up. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's the case, but I don't believe that right. yet. So yeah, everybody can have an opinion about that. How yeah, do you know? Do sure. you know what it takes to even like play third, be the third string running back? Like, right. The amount of time, the amount of film, the amount of just sacrifice right. to be on the practice squad. Like, it, sure. You know, it's easy to talk like that, but, you know, really at the end of the day, it comes down to, I feel like it comes down to coaching. And I don't know if Frank is I like Frank Wright. I think he's a I think he's a brilliant like coach. I do I don't think he's right for this job. I think there's I something think that's right not for this job. something's not clicking. Something's not no. working. Like I was, think there are things that he does well, but I think the two main things that turn me off about him is we get a lot of people hurt. Mm-hmm. That's head coaching, that's conditioning, that's the program you've installed for training right. that's not working. And the play calling is awful. Now the play calling you can fix easily. Let somebody else call the place. Right, yeah. But uh, we'll get Tommy Reese at Notre Dame. The head coaching thing, though, the, the I hate how many guys we get hurt. Yeah. And it happens a lot. Um, I think that's, that's to me, the biggest turnoff when it comes to Frank Reich. He can pass along. He won't pass along play calling, which is another huge turnoff. Right. I, I, I absolutely hate his play calling. Yeah. How, it's not as bad as Josh McDaniels, though. <laughs> oh, what is happening? Go! God What's damn happening? it! Kick that field! Kick, kick that field goal! Let's tie the game up! Kick the extra point, man! Let's like, tie the game up. There's five minutes to go in the game. It's tied up. You know, I get wanting to get the lead, but Patrick Mahomes isn't the take the take my time and drive down the field slowly score kind of yeah. guy. Like that guy's fucking fireworks. Right? You're probably getting the ball. You were probably always getting the ball back. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Anyway. Enough about football. <laughs> I saw Randy Johnson doing photography. Doing photography. Yeah, fantastic. The big fucking unit mm-hmm. photographing National Football League games. Yeah, he does it. He did it full time. Retired. That was his retirement. That was his, that was his thing. Was to learn photography. I yeah. just saw this today. He's been doing it for years. Like he's doing it <laughs> NASCAR. He's I, been on the NFL. He's really? Doing, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, see, I had years. no idea. Yeah, there was like a E60 or something like that about it back in like maybe like 08, 09. No shit. Yeah. I, was, I hope they put that on podcast. I'm artsy, Sean. I know about all kinds of art shit. Well, I. You I, know I'm artsy because I said art I shit. I typically know <laughs> some things, but like. I said art shit, so you know I'm art professional. Art shit, yeah. You know? I saw this today and I thought the big fucking unit yeah. is photographing NFL games. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. And it's just a badass. Yeah. I mean, he killed a bird with I a mean, fastball. He's won Cy Young. And he won a Cy Young. He's won Cy Youngs. He's won 300 plus games. Um, I want to say he's second all time in strikeouts. He's third. Is he third all time? I, I gotta, yeah. I gotta look at that because I you goggle that for me. I'm goggling it right now, buddy. Thank you. I know Nolan Ryan's first, and nobody will ever break that record. Good luck. Good luck. Randy Johnson's second. He's second. Uh, he's less than Who's a thousand. At Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. I'm on the phone. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Ryan is uh, <laughs> not quite a thousand ahead of Randy Johnson. That's insane. That's like Wayne Gretzky. Good luck. Good yeah. Luck catch him. Right. Uh, Ovechkin's the closest. For goals, though, for points, here's the deal. His point or his assist yeah. double everybody's goal total right. in the whole league. There's right. no way. Right. Like, there's no way anybody will pass him. Um, Ovi's going to have to struggle to get there. 
Yeah, so we got <laughs> this is great. Nolan Ryan, almost a thousand ahead of number two, Randy Johnson. Um, number three, Roger Clemens. Number four, Steve Carlton. Those are the only guys that are above four thousand. <laughs> Baseball's amazing. It's so, such a true sport. Um, it's so true. It's so as pure. far as active players, at age thirty nine. Justin Verlander is yeah. the leading active player. Is he still active though? Was he in the IR? Uh, well, I mean, he's still playing. He's still, yeah, um, he's still playing. Verlander's number twelve all time. God, twenty six hundred, <laughs> twenty five hundred behind Nolan Ryan at thirty nine. Max Scherzer is right there, five strikeouts behind Verlander, which I think Scherzer will win that battle just because he's two years younger. Right. Um, yeah, Grinky. Those are the only two active above 3,000. So, so my question is this. <laughs> what do you Grinke think we've broken first? Huh? What, what are we broken first? All-time home runs or all-time strikeouts? All-time home runs. You think so? Yeah. I think, um, I think Judge will do it. I, that was in phenomenal. 62 is phenomenal. 62 is phenomenal. At this, at this like, time cons- in the game. I consider 73 still to be the record. You, I do. That's fair. I do too. The steroid era was near and dear to me because I'm a Cubs fan and I love Sammy Sosa. Listen, that was some for me. The drama of baseball, the soap opera side of baseball, when that played out, watching those it. guys going, it made me. It was like a buffet. I could not get enough. I couldn't right. stop. Right. And, and they, Major League Baseball knew it. it. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like if you're so if you're gonna ruin this for uh, for everybody, you, you should have just ended it then. Yeah, you should have just ended it. But then. they did. You can't. You can't because the '94 strike was so recent. Yeah, true. People were watching baseball again. Oh, everybody's watching. Everybody. Every no matter everybody. what you were doing, everybody. Like, hey, matter you if you like baseball or not, who's gonna break this who's, fucking record? Because nobody. You never thought it would ever be done. Nope. You were like, here's something you never thought would ever be done, nope. and here we are, two guys chasing it. Both of them broke it, just jacking them, dude. Big Mac gets the seventy. Yep. Uh, and then Barry, of course, seventy three. To me, that's the record. I like, think I, I always thought like oh, no asterisk. Yeah, I, Barry Bonds. I mean, you can't fault. I mean, here's the deal. Everybody goes, oh, you had steroids. Okay, do you know the hand-eye coordination oh and God. the rotation, that wrist rotation and the hip rotation and like is like everything that went into like hitting the ball like that. That pure. Yeah, seventy-three home runs. People that say shit like that have never tried runs. to hit a baseball traveling north at a hundred mile an hour. It, 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 you can hit that. Ball, and your hands could just shatter. I still to this shatter. day, I still to this day swing at fastballs in the mid to high eighties. Yeah, and if I'm lucky, make contact. And I'm a guy. I've been swinging baseball bats for a long time. Right. Like, just to like, and these you say they're all oh, they're fastball hitters. They're just hitting fastballs. They're straight. They're straight. Straight at ninety seven miles an hour. Yeah, what, straight what, at one hundred one miles an hour. Straight's relative to when you don't see it until like pitchers are fantastic. Yeah, now, hiding that ball all the way to the release. Yeah, and you got to track it. And by the way, it's already traveling. The mountain's sixty point sixty feet, sixty and a half feet away. Mm-hmm. The release point's probably five feet in front of that because exactly. of stride. So I mean, you're like you fifty two, fifty three feet tops. That you have to see this ball coming at ninety some, hundred some mile an hour. It's big, yeah, like three golf balls coming at you. Not to mention, while it's traveling at you, you're trying to pick up spin. You're either trying to pick up spin or you're fucking guessing. Yeah, like so. Don't tell me that just being a little stronger 
Like, I could go on about this all night. I think it was more not for strength. I think it was more for longevity. It was more for longevity. It was more for getting up 162 fucking days a year and doing Jacking it. it. And doing Ripping it. Ripping it. Every at bat, not taking a bat off. Right. And that's crazy. Think about that. 162 games. Right. And you're the star. You're the Barry Bonds the star. That's double the NBA plus, double NHL plus. Like, if he doesn't, insane. if Barry Bonds doesn't play, why the fuck are people in the seats? And <laughs> and, and 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 real fans will be there. Mm-hmm. But these casual guys that want to see Barry Bonds, that's why they're in the fucking seats. The business execs, the fifteen hundred dollars seats. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. the comfy chairs, the money maker. I want to see the big guy hit the ball long. Yeah, you, I'm, a, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Video record every at bat or take right. a picture of every at bat. I want to see this shit. I want to see it. Yeah, I, I watched every every game. Yeah, just of that home it. run race in '98. Want to yeah. see it? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Joe has a question for you about the NFL. Um, or they're doing an international division. Uh, so not so much about an international division. There's been talk about moving a team to London. They've talked about that. Um, they had a Germany. They, they talked the league, about the development league in Germany. Right. Well, they had the World Football League. That yeah. was all that. And it was, they had like Amsterdam, whatever. But uh, they're doing an international series, which there's been two games in London. I believe there's another London game coming. There's a game in Munich yep. coming up very soon. And then there's a game in Mexico City. Actually, Mexico City got a Monday night game. That's fantastic, though. I think that's it gonna be, is That's going to be fucking awesome. That game, that energy in there is going to be. And it just goes to show. Some great fans. Definitely. How global the possibilities are with the National Football League and, and American football. Yeah. And I'm not shitting on soccer. Look, I love soccer. Yeah. But but I, I, just, I just think men need violence. <laughs> <laughs> I think men need The yeah. fucking Romans knew it. There's a yeah. big-ass stadium still standing today. It's fantastic. Where they used to literally <laughs> go buy tickets and watch people kill each other. Breathtaking. Like, <laughs> absolutely. It's fucking breathtaking. It's a great dude. fucking Saturday. It's fucking, yeah. That's all we want. Yeah. Just kick the shit out of each other. We're going to cheer and scream because we've never done anything with our fucking lives. Yeah, true. But true. you go be a gladiator. Yeah. You know, you go put on the pads and, and get smoked by a fucking 260-pound jackass yeah. linebacker. <laughs> it's the gridiron for a reason. And I'm going to scream. I'm yeah. going to scream my head off because right. I fucking love it. But I will say I'm not going to – I will not force my kid to play football. <laughs> not to be – I'd call no. me old fat. Call me like new wave, <laughs> old-fashioned or whatever. But, no. like, I, I'd be like, ah, maybe something else. Like, the thing about soccer, which is funny, there's there's more concussions in soccer than there is in football. Yeah. So it's like every you can bump heads with anybody. Yeah, you can fall to the turf. Exactly. That to me, that's the that, that's the dangerous part. Yeah, it's not so much the 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 the, the blunt force to the head. Right. It's like falling. Yeah. Like you see a lot of these guys when their head hits the turf, it's the sudden stop. Yeah. They can put all the pads on the helmet they want to. When your fucking head's moving, and it just stops, and then your brain is forced to rattle around in there. That's what fucks you up. Right. You see a lot of these guys, they bounce off the turf, and it's bad. Check my messenger. Sent you an article from CBS Sports about it. Huh. Well, okay. Let me see. There's a headline ring, free turkeys. Click on this. <laughs> NFL floats wild idea of possibly putting four teams in Europe as part of major international expansion. That's quite the click. That'd be the first that I've heard of this, which is pretty cool. But at the same time, I don't know how it would be feasible, even though like London's only an eight-hour flight from the East Coast. Yeah, it's not bad. It really isn't a bad flight. London is a twelve-hour flight from LA. 
Right. So what are you thinking? Like you've got four teams overseas. They can play each other. Right. Um, you know, and that would be the division. Yeah. You know, so the two games a year they would play against each other. They would come across the pond. Let's see. You take out. Oh, no. Yeah. So you take out three away games in the division. Right. So you got um, five or six more away games where those teams are coming going across the pond five or six times a year. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe you schedule them back to back weeks so they can come across the pond and just stay here. They probably would do that. They probably play a West Coast game, yeah, and an East Coast game, yeah, and then and then go back across yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's. I guess it's feasible. But is it is it feasible at that level? Well, it is feasible at that level because they have the money to do so. You're flying private. You have your own plane. Like travel time for me, if I go to Denver, it was like six hours because I had to park and go and check in and wait in line for right. them. It's literally like when they go, they board the plane, they got that game's done. It's 45 minutes. They have food. They're on the plane. They're taking off already. Yeah. yeah. Like that was on the bus, it, took them to the airport, exactly. drove them right up to the airplane. Boom, Police boom, boom done. We're in the air. That's why, you know, it's under eight, eight hours, but it's a direct under eight. They are sleeping, getting back to their house, waking up in the morning on their private like stuff. And it's just right. like different. They, they plan for that. They, we live different lives. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm just trying to get an aisle seat. Sure. You know? like, right. <laughs> I'm trying to get the you free- an aisle guy. I like the aisle. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a window guy. guy. Well, if I'm flying solo, I like the thing. Like I like to get the aisle, but if I'm flying with Candace, I'll get the window and she'll sit in the middle. See, I like the window. I didn't used to. I used to hate flying. Yeah, I used to detest flying. I'm with you. Petrified of flying. Yeah, I have gotten off of an airplane in Phoenix, Arizona, to catch another airplane taking me to Indianapolis, mm-hmm. where my vehicle is, and said, "No, I'm not doing this anymore today. I'm not flying today." And the girlfriend I was with at the time said, well, what do you intend to do, smartass? Right. I went to Avis and rented a fucking car and drove it from Phoenix, Arizona to Indianapolis. This is how petrified of flying I was. Right. I had such a bad feeling and the feeling of impending doom of what this plane was going to do. Of course, you know, we check everything. The plane lands fucking safely. And I've got 27 hours more of a drive to Indianapolis. Yeah. You know. Honestly, one of the best road trips I've ever been on. Uh, the girl I was with at the time did not feel as impressed <laughs> as I did about the whole experience. But uh, that's how petrified of flying I was. Right. Just absolutely horrified to get in the air. Now I hope they do a barrel roll. <laughs> now I honestly, I'm up there. I took, and I'll, I'll try to give uh, people a visual if you're watching, if you're listening on the podcast, sorry. But uh, I, I was landing in Vegas. Oh. And I've never done this. Um, usually a landing, like they circle around, and then it's just this, you know, just coasting yeah. downward forever. Mm-hmm. Not the case here. Right. This plane is banking pretty hard. Yeah. And I'm, like, looking out the window. I'm like, we're fucking low to the ground. <laughs> like, why can I, Why is this plane banked like this? And I can see fucking people, like, clearly see faces. Right. Why is this a thing we're doing right now? The lady next to me is kind of freaked out. She's like, this doesn't feel normal. I'm like, it's not normal. And I didn't mean to say that. Like, I, <laughs> when I, After I said that, I was like, it's a dick move to say that. Because yeah. I clearly wasn't scared a bit. Right. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. But right. this is awesome. And she was just kind of like, yeah, awesome. But I'm looking all the way down in a bank. And then right as we approach the airport at the last minute, and then sits it down. Yeah. I've never landed <laughs> like that outside of that time. I, it was fucking cool. I've had some sketchy, like, stuff. Like, we're, it's like uh, we were on our honeymoon coming in Venice, and, like, it's pouring down rain, pouring. 
and like so bad that we couldn't get a water taxi. We're in like a, a transit van trying to get to the airport. It was fucking bananas. And so Italy. Like, yeah. So we like get, to go out the tarmac. We had to walk from the bus on the tarmac and walk up the stairs onto the plane, and it's pouring. And I'm like, how are we going to take off? And this plane, like, the runway is, like, down to, like, water. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And, like, it's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, gee. It was like, you know, I wasn't scared, but it was more just, like, weird. Just, like, what is this about to be? Like, it was so bumpy and so choppy. And you're like, God, let's get out. We cannot hit the ocean or the sea. Like, we got to keep going here. Yeah. So. Yeah. We got to. Yeah. <laughs> Is Captain Sully flying? Because uh, nah, if Captain Sullenberger's yeah. flying, then I'm like, you know what? If he goes into the ocean, he knows how to do this. He's a guy. He's a guy has got this hang he's, he's got this. We'll yeah. just float around for a little bit, get saved by a boat, yeah. try again later. Hell, I'll take Tom Hanks at this point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. Give me Tom Hanks. I'm Give me good. Tom Hanks. Fuck yeah, it. yeah, I'll take Tom Hanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, dude, we've been doing this for a while. Really? Yeah, an hour and 20 minutes almost. Oh, it doesn't feel like it at all. Yeah, nah, no, not at all. No, just having cool. a blast. Yeah. Um, I will say that um, probably should edge in the direction of being done, but there is one more thing I want to talk about, and I'm guilty of not knowing a whole lot about the situation Okay, as far as details go. Okay. I know what happened, and I know that this guy's an asshole. Okay. Um, Alex Jones. (laughs) Alex Jones. Okay. I wanted to. I I, I had that on my list. Okay. All I wrote was Alex Jones. Okay, because nine hundred and fifty-seven million dollars yeah. in yeah. his judgment. Yeah, to pay families of right. Sandy Hook victims. Yeah, for sure. The guy's a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. Now, what I would what I will say as I can, for me, like I know he thought the Sandy Hook shootings were a hoax. Okay, I know he thought that. I don't know. Yeah. I know he thought it was set up by the government to trigger a gun conversation in on Capitol Hill. Yeah. You say that about the Greenwood Mall shooting. Well, every fucking shooting. Just keep uh, every just fucking shooting. Find it to where your, your belief is right. makes sense for you. What I, as far as the difference, like, I know Alex Jones, like, he made his living saying horrible things, shocking things. Yeah. I wouldn't even say horrible things. So that, yeah, yeah, I'll let I'll let everybody else yeah, make that yeah, judgment. Yeah. Shocking things for sure. Um, big time conspiracy theorist, radio host, podcast host. I'm familiar with Alex Jones. I know who he is. Angry motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like or at least that was his shtick. It, yeah, his shtick. I think it was just like overabundance. It's like he, he says, like uh, he's like a kid or something like that. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think it's like over anxious or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you know, you wonder how much of it is for views, how much of it is for exposure, all of it. it right. But how much of it is genuine mm-hmm. to his beliefs? Because yeah. I know people do things for show. Obviously, right. I look for attention all the time. Fair. Like, I understand that that's a yeah. thing people do. But to to engage and put your put your real name on on things of this magnitude, mm-hmm. you've got to think that a lot of it is personal to this this man, right? So to me, I, I find myself wondering, like, like intrigued. Like, I want to go back and just, like, what, what is the thing he said that made a judge feel like a judgment against him to these families? Yeah, I can define that probably if I find it easily. Was owed money. And that's yeah. the question I wanted to ask you and the thing I wanted to discuss with you because I had a feeling 
that you knew a little more about this than I did. I mean, I know a little bit about it. I don't know. But uh, I will say this. Uh, you know, very clear. We have a constitution. Sure. That constitution gives you the right to freedom of speech. Sure. That constitution does not give you the right to freedom of hate speech. No. No. It was it very does not clear. give you the right to uh, portray people in ways that you don't know anything about. Correct. And that's the, for me, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a judge. I'm just a person. But you have to understand that this happened. Right. These kids lost their lives. Sure. These teachers lost their lives. These are real families. This this is real. This isn't fake. You can't, you know, in the age of, of phones and everything, you, the reality of you can't fake stuff like that. That's impossible. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think in the beginning, you know, everything starts with, you know, chemtrails. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or something <laughs> right. And so, right. Uh, you know, it gets going. And I think that, yeah, it fuels him. It's good for ratings. He's taking money and he he's pushing it to where it goes farther. But for me, when you cross the line of, you know, if something happens to my kid and you start, you know, doing that and coming after my kid or something like that, like this happened and you say those things. Like my kid's and, faking it. Yeah. And then you're all your friends come pee on my kid's grave. You're going to owe me $50 million. Sure. I mean, you got to understand that they, we were talking about families who had could not go to work any longer, could not be out in public any longer, where their other kids were had that, their lives threatened by Bobby Sue and fucking Hank Joe Blow, who live out in the middle of nowhere and think the government is trying to eat their children. Right. And so they're coming after these people. They're literally. I mean, I don't like, listen. I'm not trying to get into politics. I'm not no, trying to get into bullshit or anything like that. But like, you know. The Pizzagate stuff. That guy had a, somebody come into his restaurant with a fucking assault rifle to threaten to kill everybody and to show him where the kids are locked up in the basement over an email for a catering that people dissected down thinking it was a child pornography ring. Right. You know what I mean? That's the reality. What if that was your restaurant? What if that was Ziggy's? Sure. You, people don't look at it like that. No. This is real people's lives. And if you're going to come after people like that and use hate speech as a way to grow yourself, I don't have any sympathy. None. Now, I think a billion None. dollars is how he doesn't have a billion dollars. There's no way he has a billion dollars. Well, you can't dollars. get blood from a church. What's he going to get? You know what right. I mean? You're going to get what you get. But like, at the end of the day, hopefully it gives those, those families some closure to live their rest of their lives. You right. got people in their 50s, this happened how long ago, who haven't had a peace and quiet in 10 years. Sandy Hook was 2012. Yeah, 10 years of no peace and quiet. People peeing on your kid's grave. Sure. Your one little bliss of a smile, your crisis. Like, listen, that's it's, it, That's insane for me to think yeah. that you would think that. Right. Children lost their lives. Yeah. It's not a game. No. It's not bullshit. It's not politics. It's not religion. This is real life. Right. And that's, that's for me. You're going to say whatever you want. It's freedom of speech. It's not freedom of speech. It doesn't speech. work like that. Can't have it both ways. It doesn't work like that. And I get so sick of people doing that where they say, well, what what happened to my free speech? Right. Oh, hold the fuck on. Like It's not free speech. Yeah. Like, you know, they'll use it like if they say something on the internet that gets them fired from work. Like, what about my freedom of speech? Freedom of speech doesn't protect your job. Exactly. Freedom of speech doesn't protect you from consequences company. of the things you say. Right. It keeps you out of prison. Yeah. And it, it can keep you out of prison. Yeah. But freedom of speech doesn't 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 include hate speech, defamation, 
libel, uh, slander, things like that. Right. Like, that's not free speech. The thing is, like, you get a leeway, too. Like, it would get to a point where if he would have stopped at some point, it probably wouldn't have gotten to this point. Right. But it kept for 10 years. Yeah. And so, you know, there's something, like, listen, I'm not naive to the fact there's some, some Alex Jones conversations where, like, I love a good conspiracy theory. Yeah, I absolutely. Love George Nori, all that stuff. 100%. I, that is my childhood with my grandmother growing up was listening to the talk radio, yep. smoking cigarettes at, like, 14, 15, 16. Sorry, shout out my grandma, RIP. But huh, smoking cigarettes and listening to fucking conspiracy theories till five, six in the morning and going to school. And just like, it was a different life. Yep. And so, uh, but that's, that's not going to make it okay in my eyes. I'm not going to, no. I'm not supporting this guy or anything like that. But you I know, want you to tell me yeah. that, I want you to tell me about what you think is coming from airplanes. Do you, you know what I mean? You know, that's yeah. what I want. That's a conspiracy yeah, that's, theory. That's I what hear. I want. I want to know what's in my drinking I know, water. Right. <laughs> what's going I want to know on what you think happened on 9 yeah. 11. Yeah. What, yeah. You know, um, you know, but I. It's a shooting. People. These are real kids. fucking people. Real people. These are real kids. Children. Like, you're telling me that they found actors who went along with that? Yeah. And we're going to put, for, for, you think about it. If they got kids that were child actors and they were. You know, I, it sucks talking about, but they're, you're oh, years God. a kid. You know what I mean? You're telling me for 70 years they're going to keep this together for what? What's the purpose? Right. Their money's already going to be spent because their shit past parents have already probably spent their money. Right. So what's the outcome going to be? A Netflix special divulging, like, divulging the secrets of the Sandy Hook thing? Right. Those kids aren't alive anymore. No. You know what I mean? It's, Fucking, it, that's the problem. That's, that's, that's my take on it. And that was, like, for me, I could always deal, like, when, when, he, when he used to just sit, um, at his microphone and shit on Barack Obama. Oh, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. I don't care what you say. Barack was the most presidential president we've ever had. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Most presidential. That, I'm a he fan. transcended people, politics. He transcended like politics. Law people don't like that. But uh, and like I said, a, he's not a buffoon. <laughs> and I'm not. And I'm not the guy to try to split my audience into you know political this, political that. It's but not political. As, I a, as, a, as a presidential <laughs> like person. I agree. He was a good shell of a like. <laughs> I agree, but I would I would link, uh, you know, I, I liked a lot of presidents. Yeah, this is a this whole like divided down the middle thing is brand new. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you should be able to like that goes back to what we talked about freedom of speech and freedom of hate speech. It's like the great part about living in America is that you can believe whatever you want, and I can believe whatever I want. But as soon as you start bashing it to a point where it's uncomfortable, that's the problem. Who gives a shit right. if my son wants to wear a dress and paint his fucking fingernails? I don't give a shit. Are they happy? Are they healthy? Are they doing something? You know what I mean? Fuck off. If you got a problem with it, get your shit together and yep. get with the times. I'm, you know not I mean? the, I'm not the most Republican of people. Yeah. I think people know that. And if you didn't, I'm sorry. I'm not, you know. I'm, I'm I, I also not, not, not that. that. <laughs> right. But, uh. You know, I, I will never in my life forget the way George Bush united America when 9-11 happened. I mean, listen, you, everybody can say whatever they want about uh, Rudy Giuliani. If you don't think that dude looked crazy like the Penguin, then you have never seen Batman. Right. Okay, so <laughs> don't fuck with me. But he looked like the Penguin for sure. And he, he also booked the, uh, come on, anyway. Um, I used but, to love Rudy Giuliani. But that's the thing, that though. You, you, if you remember the 9-11, though, you watched that video, it brought everybody to tears. I mean, yep. him, he stepped up for that city and was yep. there. Whatever happened 20 years later or whatever, that's different. But, like, doesn't matter. I'm not going to say anything wrong about how he handled 9 11. No. Who, how are, who are you to say how to handle that? Sure. 
that's what unprecedented means. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what right? I mean? like, yeah. Oh, you remember the last time this happened? No. It's, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I mean the, yeah, <laughs> the last time that happened in Pearl Harbor. I mean, literally, I mean, it'd be Pearl Harbor. And the last even time then, that like you would say, yeah. U.S. soil like attack. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really a terror. Was it a terror? It was a more of a calculated attack. But sure, um, against an army base as opposed to civilians who were just trying to go to fucking work. That's where it changes it. You know yeah, I mean? you know, uh, but yeah, it just. But I mean, all these things that go on, like, like I said, that's that's free speech. That's if you if you want to tell me that you know, or tell anybody, or say it into a microphone on the internet that you fucking can't stand, you know. Joe Biden, like, that's what free speech is. Yeah, you're welcome to say that. Who to, cares? Yeah. Who I cares? fucking can't stand him. Fuck fuck Joe Biden, all the things you want to say. You know, I prefer or, Trump from or, the uh the, the apprentice when he's firing uh Gene Simmons. <laughs> Me too. I much prefer him firing <laughs> celebrities and porn stars. Right. Uh you know, but it, it's it, but it's all whatever. It's all that's all okay to say, and that's the beauty of freedom of speech. The horrible thing about freedom of speech is what's not okay is for you to get on your work uh, Facebook group and say, you know, Sally's a whore. I confirm that she fucked three people that work there. Two of them are cashiers. One of them's the goddamn janitor. You're going to get fucking fired for that. Yeah. And that's not about free speech. That's about you're a fucking idiot. Right. And Sally that. might get fired too. That's right. She may be in, in plaza of her you know, sure. employee contract. Sure. That's yeah. not, a, I mean, that's the thing. It's like none of that shit is just jealousy yeah. at its finest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's just, I'll never, I'll never, uh, I guess I will. I mean, I can't say never. I, I've, I'm from Columbus, you know, man. There's definitely different views than mine. And I've yeah. just, here I am at 36, and this is who I want to be. So I'm comfortable right. being. And I've sure. had to cut, grow to get here. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I, here's the thing. The difference between how I believe and how I feel versus how people that bash Joe Biden or whatever you want to say or whatever is this. If Donald Trump really did good, I would say that. I would admit it. I mean, I didn't vote for him, but, I mean, damn, he did a really good job on this. This makes sense. He united the nation. Now, I don't agree with this or this, but, like, we didn't have that. We didn't have any of that. And it's not a political thing. It's an honest thing. Yeah. Admit to me that he, who, what did he unite? Just hate. Yeah. He united hate into groups. And then guess what? Hate counteracted that. And then guess what? You got to hate that. And it's just hate, 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 sure. hate, hate. Sure. It's just hate. What's the point? No point. Get to the fast. Stay off the stupid shit. Have a meal. Let's open a bottle of wine. Let's talk it out. What's the point? Because guess what? Uh, no matter how much money you have, no matter how awesome you think your beliefs are, you're going to die. I'm going to die. He's going to die. What's the point of hating? No. No. I had a lot of hate in my younger days. A lot of hate. There's no point to it. It no. accomplishes nothing. So if we're going to hate each other and bash each other for our beliefs and politics, we're going to lose as a society in the end. Yeah. We won't get behind technology-wise. We'll get behind mentally-wise. We'll get behind societal-wise. It's not about, like, lessening the kids or making them worse. Let's empower them to be better. Because guess what? You may get a heart transplant at 95 that keeps you alive till 120 because an eight-year-old wanted to wear a dress and felt free enough to be who they wanted to be. Sure. It's different times. You wore fucking bell bottoms and afros and fucking uh, ruffled T-shirts 
right. and smoked shitty weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a bring different back time. all the other shit yeah. and combine it with our weed today. And I still think that's probably pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had cool cars. Yeah, Damn right. it. Okay. Right. Right. Football was awesome. Shit. I have no more questions. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, what are you what are you trying to prove? Right. What are you I'm, trying to fucking prove? Listen, listen, no. I love shooting guns. Yeah. I love I listen, I am and I am the one person I keep your guns. I'm a, yeah, keep I, I love that shit. Let's come, go. Come on down. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't agree with the need to carry a no. giant 357 on your hip into Walmart. No. And that's my belief. I'm not telling you not to do it. That's the thing. I'm not saying, hey, Joe, don't fucking put that gun on your hip. But in my heart, I don't need that to feel secure. No. That's where we differ. That's and okay. Who's live in fucking America? It's the right. best part about living here. Right. You can drink a 44-ounce fucking Dr. Pepper. Dude. And a triple cheeseburger. Dude, it's so big. And a salad as your side. It's so big. A salad as your side. You can even make it a diet Dr. Pepper. I'm if you want to move, if you want cherry. crazy. Right. With cherry. Right. Diet cherry. You know what I mean? And then guess what? The complete opposite of that can have salad, like, Skip Bayless eats his this is the best, the Bayless brothers. Rick yeah. Bayless in Chicago, one of the greatest chefs of all time. Like, I respect him so much. Rick, if you're listening, I know you're not, but I love him. <laughs> and then his brother Skip, you know, from like Fox Sports. Yeah. He only eats broccoli, chicken, and rice. That's all he eats. And his brother is like a world renowned chef. But that's the great part about it. They don't have to get along or like each other, they respect each other. Right. But completely opposite directions. Every part of life is like that. People are going to like what you like, people are going to oh. agree with you like. But when you take it to the next level, like we talked about, you cross the line. Yeah. And if you, you know, I've had to admit to my faults. You've had to admit to your faults. If it, it is what it is, you yeah. know what I mean. So it's it's not for everybody, you know what I mean. But that's why I want to believe. That's what I want to pass on to my kids, and that's what I'm gonna keep doing. But go back to guns, though. Like uh, if you're about to shoot anything big, I like that drinking whiskey. <laughs> I, I, that, I've I've determined that I can't hunt. <laughs> um, I don't like the idea of shooting something. I just don't something that's alive. I don't. I don't like that. I, I, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I can't support other people liking yeah. or enjoying it. I know where I came from as a human being. Mm -hmm. That's we used to eat that way, right? But, we still eat that way. Just yeah. other people shoot it, right? Well, the thing is, is like I don't look at you and say less of you because you don't want to take life of an animal, right? That's who you are and you're compassionate. If we don't have that in the world, who the what are we fucking doing? I don't but know. for me though, it's a different thought process with that. I don't sure. hunt. My dad hunts. Uh, Dave, uh, from skeletal crew, his dad hunts on his property and, and shoots steers and stuff. And like, but I know I've killed, I, I've seen animals slaughtered. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's different in my heart because I, I don't, uh, if I was hunting, I would be hunting for just killing for the sport. You know, sure. I mean? like, I What's the, the reality of the food the chain? Yeah. And, and, but the thing is like that, that circle of life has to happen. We can't just let deer run, run it's wild. Part it's like of the, the feral hog system. Yeah. So the feral is it, is it fair that we developed tools and the ability to use tools? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our thought, yeah. This is part of They it. would probably eat you. They would eat they would, they would, they would, Yeah. I, I, there was a great video that, I mean, I'm not the, I don't listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, but he posted something where a guy at a bobcat was chasing him and he's coming up and the bobcat's chasing him, and the guy doesn't shoot the bobcat right away and he does shoot at the bobcat and runs away. But Joe says, I would have shot that bobcat immediately. In my thought process, yes, I would have done the exact same thing. I would have shot that bobcat immediately because I have to go home to my family. Now, if it's a different, it's a, it's a different story, like than me being in a tree stand and seeing a deer that's unsuspecting right. and just dropping it, as opposed to me fighting for my life. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that deer would do the same thing to you. you I think, guarantee. If you were to you switch, think a deer would eat me. They're so fucking cute. Your meat. 
This is nature, dude. Are you kidding me? Nature is brutal. I thought beer. A praying mantis would cut your head off. <laughs> you would kill you. Only after I fucked it. Yeah, but now you're like, <laughs> thanks, bam. Like, nature's fucking brutal, man. It is. It's crazy. That's the thing. It's like, you know, there's no getting around that part of it, dude. You know what I mean? No. So, no. Interesting stuff, man. Love my you, mom, my mom's a big Teresa. fan of you. Love you. Uh, Shout out, Teresa. Mom out up there in the comments. <laughs> Should have you on every week, she says. Oh, really? Yeah, he doesn't have time for that. He's I uh, wish, I wish. He's busy building badass burgers. Yeah, and trying. trying feeding, to... feeding hungry people, doing doing cool shit. But yes, we're going to have you back on soon. Yes, that's the goal. Uh, I might come back next week. We got to cook. We got to cook. I, th- I want to do, so here, I don't know how, who's all listening. If we have like eight people or whoever's listening. Um, I can tell uh, you exactly. And I, if it's okay. a bullshit number, I won't even okay. say it. It is a bullshit number. Okay, cool. I'm not even going to say it. Good idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good idea. But uh Having everybody pick what we put in the baskets, and because Tyler talked about doing something like that, I'm down to like. So we would do we a mystery would, basket. We cook. could roll a poll out, yeah, and uh, and do that, yeah, um, which would be a thing. Probably, I don't know. That would take a little planning, but yeah. not a lot. Or you can just set it up to where like Tyler knows what he's cooking, and then I'll just cook something. Sure, like he'll know exactly what he's cooking, and then I'll just get a mystery box, and that's what the competition is. He knows exactly what he's doing, and then I'll have to like have the mystery. That's. Awfully cocky. No, no, no. It's not cocky because he's the one bringing the competition up. So I'm going to push the rules with him. So he wants to like set it up. But no, then, I'm just saying. You're saying I'll compete with you. I don't even know what I'm fucking making. Yeah, and I'll compete with you. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a cockiness. It's just let's have fun. It's more fun for me. Oh yeah, for the sure. challenge. It's got to be more like it's not a challenge, but like I wanted like I wanted to beat me. I want to lose. I don't want to win. All I want to lose. Beat me. <laughs> Fucking beat me. I can't handle all this winning. No, yeah, beat me. <laughs> I, I lose all the time. But like, I, that's the only way. I don't. For me, I get better. By, I I only got to this point by failing a shit ton. Yeah. So you know, that's why there's no there's no pride. There's no the pride is the fact that like uh, I'm interesting enough that somebody wants me to cook. I wish people would understand <laughs> that uh, you you fail forward. Oh. You fail forward. You and, can fail and, back. And, but yeah, you even if you fail back. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but failing back, I would still consider that failing forward. What I mean by that is, like, if you keep failing and don't look to go forward, you can fail all the way to a point where you can't come back from it. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like, sure. So you got to learn. You got to learn. There's a lesson in everything. Yeah, true. We have, I promise you, failed on this podcast <laughs> a million times. Yeah. Uh, be it with the setup, be it with the production, be it with the content, being with we've 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 literally had nights where we turn the cameras on and we look at our guests and we're like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> so I really hope you have it in you to be interesting tonight. Yeah, <laughs> which fucking you did because we're pushing two hours. <laughs> Sorry, <everybody>. Sorry. <laughs> we're pushing two Sorry. hours. Um, but uh, you know, and people ask me all the time. They're like, man, you really built something cool over there. And I'm like, I assure you, it has it has come with its stumbles, right? Um, and it's not even anywhere close to where I want it to be. Like, there's so much more that I feel like I can offer, and I can help other people offer and yeah. create. And that's what I, that's that's the goal, and that's all. the journey, man. But I, it's yeah, the it's, best part of it. It's the I journey. Tell people all the time, it's the they're like, journey, "What do you make dude. any money doing those podcasts? You make any money doing that?" And I'm like, "No, but I mean." a little yeah fractions yeah but for me it's the process is so much fun right like i look forward to wednesday nights coming in here and hanging out with tyler and whoever we bring in right. and just the process and building up putting this studio together i was here to literally three in the morning the night i got the night i got the keys moved all my shit over kissed my wife good night and i was like i'm gonna go out there i don't know when i'm gonna stop Mm-hmm. And I literally, I got almost everything set up just one night, just 
grinding on it because it was so much fun. I was like, I'm building this space for me and for what I'm doing and for right. us. And it's the coolest thing in the world. Hell yeah. So, oh man. Anything else? I mean, if anybody has any questions, <laughs> I always like to build questions. If you have yeah. any questions, I'll answer a couple more questions for you. If not, I, then, I you know. love a good mailbag. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say about the live stream in this podcast is typically we can get about 35 to 45 minutes of people's attention. Right. After about 35 or 45, people are just like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so strategically what I started doing, and I didn't I don't have this for tonight because Tyler's not here. Right. It's a different night. But we we play a game called Who Wants Ten Dollars. Okay. And it's like a spin-off of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Okay. Only we try not to do things to get us in trouble like you know, well, now co- I get copy it. their now shit. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> copy their shit. Well, I'm not very smart, so I'm probably gonna lose. <laughs> yeah. But uh but so know that when you come back, uh there will be uh an episode of Who Wants Ten Dollars. Okay. I strategically pr- place that at the end of the episode. Yeah. So that anybody that's thinking about leaving is like, Oh, let's watch a shithead earn ten dollars. Yeah. Am I gonna earn ten dollars tonight? No. Then I gotta leave. I'm done. I've gotten an hour and forty <laughs> minutes. Like, I'm just kidding. The I'm fact kidding. that you're still jacked. here. I'm just joking. The fact that you're still here. Still I'm gonna stay. I'll stay as long as you, we talk. So man. I'm, I'm we, all about it. So we are probably almost done. <laughs> I believe uh, most of our audience has yeah, said the, bed, the same the thing. <laughs> yeah, there's still a couple out there, but it's uh, it's very few. But uh, again, one more time, I want to shout out uh, Kuma's Corner and Fountain Square. Yep. Uh, my man Chris making burgers up in there. Right. Up in there. Hit me up on yeah. Instagram, Chris M seventeen sixty one. Hit me up. <laughs> Chris M seventeen sixty one. Okay. Hit me up. Sarah Marie Burton, I just showed up. <laughs> uh, Teresa, I'm still here. Thanks, wife. I appreciate you. How the bowls doing? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I believe we still have both bowls. Oh yeah. Um, bowls for Sundays. Bowls don't always survive in our house. That's fair. We uh, we. Break a lot of shit. We lose a lot of shit. We cook some things, and I say we, Sarah, will make some things sometimes. Yeah. And then the end product of what we've made is so gooped and old and yeah, gooped, and we're just like, you know it. what? That let's just trash the bowl. Let's just <laughs> no, trash I get the bowl. That. I do that shit. I, I believe that. your bowls, though, <laughs> kind of a sacred item in our household. So that was uh, that was. I wore my finest, uh, you know, shirt today for you. A little, 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 little crew fest, yeah. yeah. I, I faded to yeah. you, which oh, I, must I, I got this mic in the way. Oh, my mom's mic's in the way. Here we go. Oh man, that's your mic, yeah. Little crew fest, okay. Lost and found. <laughs> Most interesting man. Yeah. Moved his mic. Chill snuts. They're there to make us thirsty. <laughs> well, I don't like being coerced. I like good Barnett. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> They're there to keep us thirsty. <laughs> That was so much fun. Um, so before we go, I said before we go like a half an hour ago, <laughs> and then I brought up Alex Jones, and then this oh, whole thing man, came yeah. out where we just poured out everything that we said we'd never do on the show, but we did it tonight. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I mean, I can't hide who I am anymore. Uh, right, so. You know what? And I don't. I would never expect you to. Yeah. The best thing, the best gift that you could give me coming <laughs> on this podcast is being yourself. Yeah. I love it. Um, but uh, Tyler, me, and I are – seriously considering running for president in 2024. <laughs> I remember you said this last week. Is that, that the, the plan, right? That's the plan. Are you the president? He's the vice president. Burton me 2024. <laughs> now what we know is yeah. that he's actually too young also to be vice president. 
Okay. Okay. But we're still going to start with him. We're going to make them tell us he's too young. It's a good idea. Uh, because you know, the reality is like the whole thing started with his idea. Like he was like, (laughs) vote me for anything, baby, whatever they'll take me as, you know, (laughs) that was, that whole thing started with him. And then he was like, I'm too young to be president. And I was like, fuck, I'll be president. You want to be vice president, you know, and blah, blah, blah. That's where the whole thing started. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So uh I will tell you that we've discussed a billboard, which I think is a stellar idea, running for president or not. I've never <laughs> been on I've never been on a billboard. I've never been on a billboard before. Where are you gonna put it? I don't know. Oh like get one of those interstate billboards. Like rent one of those interstate billboards. This show's got a big budget. Uh, no, <laughs> just a couple of people who have this edge construction. Not a lot of money. Uh, edge construction. We don't have a lot of money, but you know, I have pissed. Uh, what I will tell you is a billboard starts around 700 bucks, uh-huh. which by the way, I did not know that or I'd have bought one a long time ago. <laughs> um, and I'm, that's about a month yeah. worth of something. Uh-huh. Now there are bigger packages um, where you can do more shit with your billboard. All I want is my picture and some words on it. Okay. Um, Around seven, eight hundred bucks. And listen, I have absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, spent seven or eight hundred bucks on dumber shit recently. You gotta remember I gamble. Yeah, that's fair. So there's a there's some money there each week for my gambling budget. I won't lie, I used to gamble. I like it too much. I stay away from it. I love it. I play scratch offs every once in a while, but I I stay away from it. I love it. I do, I I love it too much. Fucking that's the thing though. I understand who I am more now. I have addictive personality. Sure addictive and i know like if when i get the edge to gamble it's not it's not good for my life but so, the, i will gamble i still play slots i have I still things go to the in casino, place but i stay yeah i know i keep my i know who i am and i, I have can't. i have things in place to help me yeah because i know who i am right i don't take my debit card to the casino smart ever smart ever and if i fuck up and do Sometimes it's a good night and I don't fucking even think about it. Right. Sometimes it's a fucking rough night and I'm like, man, they just fucking kicked the shit out of me in 45 minutes. Right. I'm not going out like no bitch. I got my card on me. It's bad. Should never do that. Oh. Link it, to the, link it to the casino and don't take cash. Just take chips. Like, just take, like, you know, here's 100 here. Oh, my, here's my cards. Take another 500. Here's take another 1,000 in chips and just run your card. Like, that's the issue. It's like you can get hooked up and where you're just taking yeah. chips, not even knowing you're taking cash. Right. The thing I fear and the thing I'll have to do something about when they finally do this, they don't take Samsung or Apple Pay. <sighs> On my watch. At, my the, watch is at the cashier. Yeah. So I can literally, yeah. everything with my debit card I want to do, right. I can do with my watch right. or my phone. Yeah. So the minute they start taking Samsung or Apple Pay, I'm going to have to really fucking do some soul searching. They will. At some point, they you will. You've got to know they will. You've got to know they will. Because I, I, I have gone to the cashier yeah. and been like, you know, do you guys take, you know, Samsung pay. They're like, we can't, we got to see the physical card. And I was happy to hear that. Cause yeah, I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. so this is not an option for me. Right. The day it becomes an option for me, I'll have to seriously <laughs> do some soul searching. The last thing I need when I'm in a casino is access to my money. Yes. Yeah, fair. I have brought cash for what I, and, and the cash in my wallet. Yeah. 
I've agreed that whatever happens to it happens to it. I've made peace with that money. I've made peace with that yeah, money. For sure. Because it's a, it's a hobby. Yeah. A lot of people say, well, you gamble, you don't get anything out of it. I do get something out of it's it. In, it's my it's entertainment. What do I do? I can go buy an $800 Blink-22 ticket or gamble $800. It's yeah. what you like. That's the best part about living in America. Right. That's right. the best part. I enjoy the thrill of gambling. I like playing slot machines. I like hitting the fucking stupid bonuses. I like playing some card games. Oh, I like I just doing it all. Yeah, man. <laughs> do, yeah, you get a fucking little fishy bonus yeah. and shit's going everywhere and the lights are you blinking. You the Star Wars one? You fucking, the TIE Fighters and shit would go I'd through? I never played oh, that. that's great. I, it was at Indian Casino out in California. Yeah? Was, I'm 18. Just my grandfather's with me. His uh, friend Ignacio was there. And, you know, I don't hide the fact. My grandfather was, was gay. Yeah. You know, rest of his soul. But, you know, it gave you a different perspective on life. And here we are just, I mean time of my life you know just living it up i'm at the casino i'm 18 things are changing we're spending money looking back on it it was like penny slots and quarter slots sure. and you know but it's just like that time i had you know not ignacio slipping me drinks and shit <laughs> you know yeah. so it was fun yeah it was good it, it was, was the, good. it was the fun yeah and i just i i like i said doesn't doesn't bother me my wife uh doesn't bother my wife right i think sometimes like i can tell like sometimes when i'm like hey i'm gonna go to the casino my wife's like Whatever. We don't. Candace does not gamble. Yeah, she doesn't gamble. She will play a slot every once. Maybe I think, but she does not gamble. That's kind of where we've been different. Like she's never smoked a cigarette, and I smoke cigarettes, and we just, you know. But it, we work for each other. You know, for sure. me, it's like I don't want to fuck it up. So it's like, do I spend a thousand or I save a thousand? And I can't. I just can't part with like what I have to. What I have in my wife sometimes. Unless I'm really fucking drunk. Too. Good to be true. <laughs> like sometimes it feels too good to be true. Yeah. Because, like, I'll come home, you know, from this podcast. I may go home and get there, you know, 1030 or whatever. Yeah. Be kissing her goodnight. And I don't plan on going to bed yet because I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. Go Ziggy. She'll be like, you want to go to the casino? I'll be like, like right now? Yeah, like, fuck, I'm going to bed. Do whatever the fuck you want. Right. This feels like a test. Yeah, exactly. It feels like a joke. And she, she literally doesn't. She either doesn't give a fuck what I'm doing. Right. Honestly, or there's something bigger going on that I'm not seeing, and that makes sense because I'm an idiot. Maybe she's you giving know. you a leash to see if you'll fuck up. That's how I look at it. it like, could be. Like it's like okay, you're telling me you're gambling the money that you have to give away. You're not gambling our child's money, our right. house's money, right? And that, you know, my wife's about to prove it. You know what I mean? So sure. like, I think she's. I'm not speaking for Sarah at all, or your right. shit, but to me, that could be it. Where it's like, listen. Prove it to me. Prove it to me you're right. going to come home. Prove it to me you're going to have your money. Prove it to me our house right. is paid. Sure. Have your fun. Right. But as soon as you get over the hump or get to a point you can't, you have to be able to pull yourself away from it. This is something. Or that, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. If I, ever went, if I ever went to Sarah one day and be like, hey, I, I can't pay our rent. Yeah. I fucked up. That's, a, that's bad. That's a bad deal. Yeah. That's a bad problem. Mm-hmm. What I have done with Sarah that I know has peeved her, and I God, I hope she's listening. She's a fucking first of all, my wife is a gem. Yeah. Okay. Like I love her. Um, but like I was in Vegas in February, wedding coming up in a couple months. Right. She made peace. I took oh, somewhere around three grand with me for right. the for the few days we were out there. And uh she goes, she's like, Okay, right, right before the wedding, huh? We're still paying stuff off. She goes, you know what? You have it planned every year. I know. I'll just, we'll figure it out. Right. I'm like, you know, it's going to be fine. She's like, you don't know that. You actually don't know that. Right. She's like, you you say that, 
but you actually don't know that. This, she's like, normally, you know that. She's like, right now, I don't think you know that. But I'm just going to make peace with it. So we get out there. I get out there. I'm in Vegas hanging out. Last day comes. I'm out of money. And I got a whole day of being there. Right. I got no fucking money left. I've been there. And uh, I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this. Yeah. I text her. I'm like, hey. She's like, what? I'm like, send me 500. She's like, what? I'm like, I'm broke. Send me $500. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, you know, can you do it? She's like, yeah, I can do it. She's like, but you remember that wedding thing yeah. where we got coming up? Like, she sends me the money and I get a call like half hour later. She's fucking pissed. Right. She's like, you know what? And it, it, as it turns out, you know, at the end of the day, she was mad about something else. Yeah. I was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. And and she, you know, we, we talked and this and that, but like that was the one time where she was like, you know what? Fuck you right. and your stupid habit. Right. <laughs> Other than that, she she doesn't ask a lot of questions. Right. She's just like, fuck it, do whatever you want. I went up there Monday night with just free play. Right. Just free play. Didn't take a dime with me. Just had 140 bucks in free play. Mm-hmm. That's all I went with. Just messing around for a little while. She said the same. She was like, I was like, I don't, I didn't bring any money with me. She was like, why? I don't know. Don't, don't really have a whole lot. I knew I kind of wanted to go tonight. Now I'm still like, I can like, that's another thing I got to sell to her. Like I usually go on Wednesday nights or Thursday. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to go up there tonight, but I'm like, but Shelbyville. Yeah. Okay. But I'm kind of like at this, at the same time, I'm like, I just went. I just went Monday. I haven't spent my gambling money because I didn't take a dime up there with me the other night. But it's right. like, I, I what I'm getting at is I don't. I also don't want to push yeah. too far. Yeah. Because eventually, you know, she's going to be upset. Yeah. Or maybe she won't. I don't know. But as long as you keep the boundaries, in the boundaries you agree upon. The only thing but, she ever gets mad at me for is when I stay up there real late. And some there's been times when I've stopped at gas stations and parking lots and slept. fallen asleep. Yeah, that's fair. And she's like, I don't even have your location. Yeah. I'm like, well, we should share a location. That, yeah. That's easy. We finally started doing that. Then we, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> but, you know, I'll, she'll call me at like five in the morning. She's like, where the fuck are you? Right. I'm like, well, I'm at the gas station at Hope. Yeah. She's like, doing what? I'm like, sleeping. Yeah. I wasn't going to make it home. <laughs> Dude, that's, a th- that's the thing. Like, our relationship, my relationship with Candace has a make home clause. I have to get home. There is no, and I couldn't, like, I mean, that's the straw. I'd be sleeping at your house. Like, I right. have to get home. Like, there, right. now, she would be here and there, but, like, that's that's in our relationship, too. Got to have us get home clause. Our clause is uh, get home alive. That's fair. She's like. I don't have to be live when I get home. I don't know I what show she, up. She's like, <laughs> I don't, she's, and she just, it, she trusts me. Yeah. You know I mean, she trusts me to, to roll in at 6 in the morning from a nap in a gas station parking lot. You know, I get there and she's like, this is fucking awesome. The kids leave for school in an hour and a half. Guess I'm taking them. Right. Probably best. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, probably for the best. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, like I said, for the most part, she's cool about it. Um, and that's when, like I said, the, the minute that gambling hobby crosses the line right. in my relationship, i.e., I fucked up and, and gone overboard, yeah. i.e., it's bothering her at all for whatever reason. Like, you know, we'll revisit it. Right. The, the level I'm at right now is, and this is just kind of what we've said. 
Like she doesn't really give a shit what I do. Right. Yeah. She's like, just fucking don't fuck us over. Yeah. I've always asked Kansas the same way. It's like, yeah. don't, don't fuck us the, over. The only thing is, don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes, that's, cigarettes a, that's a the pretty, only. That's a hard one. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't. I was kicking her, dude. I'm sorry. You keep kicking him. Okay, I was like, is he just moving? No, yeah, no, he's moving. Okay, he's, he's got a pee. He said, okay. no, I, uh, I mean, I say I don't, I don't uh, hide from. I didn't treat my body well growing up, but I mean, I still drink heavy. I still, you know, partake in some extracurriculars and sure, I smoke cigars and, but, is it what I was doing before? You know, smoking two packs a day, ripping up a half bottle of whiskey every night? No. No, different now. No, you know what I mean. And and the whiskey part of it wasn't even. She didn't care. That wasn't the thing. It was smoking cigarettes. Yeah. What she do for a living? She's a nurse. She's there a registered nurse. She's a four year like t- like uh, from IU nurse. Like she, yeah. yeah, she has a degree. I do not. <laughs> and uh, but it wasn't more. It wasn't more for. It was more for my own. She's like health like she wants me to be there in my kids lives right and she's like smoking cigarettes like listen that's the best part of living in america you can buy cigarettes and smoke cigarettes all you want <laughs> i love that i wish you had the choice of smoking a bar that should be your right but i just choose not to i that's still cool. want it i still want a cigarette like looking at your cigarettes and i'm like that's my brand that's what i want yeah yeah it looks delicious yeah. it looks cool i like smoking i like opening a pack of cigarettes up i like pulling the first cigarette out i liked all that but to do everything else I do in my life and to give up cigarettes worth it. <laughs> You've made a choice. I, would, I mean, I would, and then cool. we're over, I'm over five years out smoking a cigarette now. That's awesome. I like think about it. And I quit cold turkey. Just no sat bullshit. him down one day and was like, done. Did it. Just sat down. Hmm. Done. I just made that choice. It's a mindset. Quitting smoking, like, yeah, nicotine's addictive. But for me, for me, this is not for anybody else. Right. It's a mindset thing. As long as you put your mind to it and live it, it's not, it, yeah, it sucked physically for like a couple weeks, but. Somebody in this room feels like a piece of shit. Who? This guy? Mm-mm. The guy smoking. Why? Just kidding. No, don't feel that way. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If I if I didn't was never married, I would have been cannabis. I probably still would smoke I'd be ripping. I'm probably three packs a day at this point. Ripping them, dude. All right, let's wrap up. You want to? Yeah. I really did two hours. I, mean. I know. That's that's double yeah. what we normally do. Yeah. This is a big. It didn't feel like it though. It didn't feel feel like it. It Good conversation. I appreciate you, and like I said, I I hope you you come back soon. I'll I'll see what I can. We'll set it up. Yeah, you said next week wasn't good, and it's not good. That's fine. I mean, I can. I'm able to make it work. Good things come to those who wait. Yeah, we. I mean, if we can get it set up for next week, I might be able to get it done. I I might be. I can get this set up for next week. Yeah, I mean, if we can get with Tyler, get cooking or something like that, we can do it. I know I'm going to hit him with a bunch of questions when he flies back from the UK. You should. I want to hear about all that, and you know. I know he's coming home tomorrow, but I don't know relative to what time that'll be here when he gets. I assume sometime later in the day tomorrow. You either, you either fly in in the morning or you fly in at night. Yeah. So either be here like eight or nine in the morning or be sure. here like eight or nine at night. I know. So, well, this has been the Mind Snacks podcast. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut it off. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, dude. Any freaking time yeah that's cool we will have you here i cannot wait to have you back chris morrison thank you so much well thank you most interesting man you got anything for us no not find out what it is in life that you don't do well and then don't do that (laughs) thanks for the advice you guys too you guys have a good night oops So I have all these buttons, and now it's all like whatever. It just ah, doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs>
Bye.